you know, what you installed in it. Yeah. You know, and and sometimes you might shy away from it, but you got to think that's when the human nature of a person, you know, they pick back up and put it in a rotation every day. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a must, you know, for like for children that you got to reiterate, you know, keep going back to the basics sometimes. And so they can really understand because once you start building a foundation, you know, they know what to do. They to do list every day. You know, you're supposed to get up, wash face, brush your teeth, make something to eat, get dressed, all that. You know, some kids have, uh, parents that's too relaxed. Yeah. You know, and that's, those are the kids that kind of fall off to the, off to the side sometimes, you know, because they mom and they dad don't push them to their full potential. And that's, you know, that's the difference I see between my youngest child and my older kids, you know, because when I, I mean, when I was raising them at a younger age, it was like, you know, only thing was on my mind was get money to do this, get money to do that. So guess what? It's taken away from me being around them, you know, and giving them the proper do's and don'ts. And I dropped the ball. Ain't going to lie. I feel like I fucked up. But as I look at them, I'm like, I ain't do too bad, you know, because I was still young. I was, I was coming to man. You was growing yourself. Yeah, I was still growing, you know, and, and that was, that was one of the things that, that kind of like shaped me as a person. You know, I had to really kind of, you know, sit back and see all my, see all my mess ups, mm-hmm. you know, all, all my, all my rocky roads and was like, what sent me down that road? You know, the lack of having this, the lack of, you know, knowledge of self, all that type of stuff sent me to a point where I was just like, I bugged out a lot of times, you know, and I, I tell anybody, yeah. I, I was, I was, to me, some people are like, nah, you was just, that was a phase. No, I was a drug addict for a minute. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had to snap out of that and reinvent myself. But if I ain't had the right foundation or the back end, it would have been a lost cause. Like, you know, nah. and, you know, it's, you know, you got to have good people around you nowadays. You know, Say that it's, twice. <laughs> you, got to, you have to have good people around you. You know, I mean, you know, and the first people that you ever run into in your life that 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 step on you or mess you over, sometimes it's family first. But the first thing a black person holler, family first. Those be some of the main ones that kick you when you down. Mm-hmm. When you when you weather all your storms and, and you stand up all about it. It's like, oh man, I remember when you used to do this. Don't, right? So what? My past is my past, but my past made me who I am, though. I won't, I don't know. I, I, I tell anybody, they was like, man, would you change it? Nope. Ah, because everything I did in my life gave me some type of character. You know, gave me, gave me some, some, some knowledge of self. In so many ways, I had to look back and be like, you know, I can't, I can't do certain things no more. I mean, I like, like I, I used to be in a club every night, every night. Me and my right hand man went in a club every night. Like, but as we got older, it was like, Shh, man, I can't do this every night. Seeing the same people, 
the same people every night at a different club with a different band or whatever. Yeah. Like, I've just seen this motherfucking other day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even see nobody different. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, sorry for the late introductions, but I am your host, the Land of a Legend, a.k.a. Big T, and this is the I Can't Make This Up podcast. Uh, I can't make this up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is this is one of my witnesses uh, to my life and knows that uh, things that happen to me uh, aren't something that's normal, <laughs> and it's also something I can't fabricate. Because that's that that's what it is, and and you know when I when I share my stories, you know I I, I incline people to also share theirs because I want them to know that they're not alone. It's sure. like you're not alone, you know. So uh, you know, without further ado, uh, my next guest is a, is a brother, of mine's a father, community activist, entrepreneur, and all around good dude. He's also happens to be a culinary Picasso. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother, Patrick, a.k.a. Chef and Two Pots. Chef and Two Pots. Hello, world. How y'all doing? It's your favorite chef, Chef and Two Pots. And, you know, I can't make this up. You know, this is this is my life. This is my journey. And I'm still going. So, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I got to ask, Chef and Two Pots, where, where did that name come from? It, it was a mixture of... Me, me being a Gemini, you know, they say, you know, a Gemini is, is, is two people in one. And, um, one foot in the streets, one foot out and thinking about what's my next move for myself. So when I, when I had the, the chance and the opportunity to go to culinary art school, and I'm a I'm an alumni of PG Community College. Let me say that as one, mm-hmm. you know, one of the first first two or three classes that came out of their culinary program. And I was I was trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. So me being me being a father, me being a husband, you know, it was just like I'm I'm. Not saying that I'm I'm flaky or anything, but I have two sides to myself. You know, being 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 a gangster and a gentleman, you know, in certain aspects as I say, because I had to like morphosize myself into these two people. I I gotta know when to be be dad, I gotta know when to be big brother, I gotta know when I got be the security guard. With hands on. I mean, it's just a little bit of myself just, you know, like split down the middle. Okay. So, Chef and Two Pots, I was I was going through it about the name because I was like, I was I, my 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 originally I started as Patrick B. Patrick Catering. I was like, you know, it was it was a, it was a toss up, but me. Let me go back just a little bit. Me coming from coming from the era, the nineties, being in the streets, and if I say kitchen work, some of you dudes will know what I'm talking about, kitchen work. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I tampered with them Pyrex pats mm-hmm. for a minute. So that's that's one of the pats. But the second pat is the pat that really made me become who I am as far as 
in the kitchen. You know, and anybody can tell you a hustler hustle anything. I hustle food. And, you know, I adapted my street knowledge to my food, you know. And for me to bring, as I say, gourmet to the ghetto. Okay. You know, it's just I want people to eat cleaner. I want people to taste, as they say, the upper echelon. You know, so that's that's Chef and Two Pies. I still can make a hookup, but I can make you a filet mignon, or I can grill you a lobster. You know, I can I can I'm I'm, I'm very well rounded in the kitchen, and that makes me you know it makes me proud of myself. So that's that's Chef and Two Pies. That's him. That's dope. Um, I can say that you know I've seen the growth. From what eleven years ago? I think was it two thousand nine when you got married? Yeah, yeah. But we got to go back a little bit, but a little bit further because we were. I heard was dating for five years before we got married. Yeah, I met you early on when 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 my head carpet in the in the upstairs and y'all was gambling in the basement. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, let's talk got, about it. We ain't got to talk about let's that. Talk about like, it. We're gonna talk we about gonna it. We're gonna talk about, about it. it. <laughs> this, this, this is what it is. Okay, so that was two thousand six. Yeah, about, about about that. I think that was oh six, and we was in the ba- the basement wasn't even finished. Yeah, was nothing down there. That's fourteen years. Just a just a long years. Yeah, it's, it's, me, me and her, we we been together for sixteen years now. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had just moved in the house probably what a year before I met her. I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's 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 been a minute, and we family now. <laughs> <laughs> we we's family. We's family now. Uh, uh. Hey man, family is always a good thing, and it ain't always gotta be blood, you know. Wow. And, that, and, that, and that's and that's one of the the better things as you as you grow, and you know, you learn to pick the people that mean you the most, but you mean them the most, mm-hmm. you know. And that's those are like I won't even say extended family; they they're family because. Mm-hmm. If if the big man upstairs wouldn't have put him around you, you wouldn't have known him. Yeah. So it's it's for a reason, you know, for them to be be in your life and be a part of your walk, and you're a part of their walk too, because it's, it's hey, it's two sides of both of the streets. Yeah. Unless you in a country road somewhere, but that's that's here no there. Country road, yeah, hey, with I, no I, sidewalks, <laughs> you know, one dirt road, so you gotta be on one side. But I mean, it's 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 a part of life. You know, for you to to grow, to get out, to to meet new people, and you know, just be better, be a better you. Mm-hmm. you know, to keep good people around you, to become a better you, to help you stay focused, to help you, you know, just gain more in life. And it don't have to be much. You know, some people just looking for for balance. You know. Man, you got your wild buddy that you hang with in the club, but you you got that one that you can you can go to a family function and a wedding, the one that ain't he just ain't gutter all day, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but when when we amongst us, we all gonna let our head down because we gonna be in our comfort zone. Yeah. And I and that's you know, and your friends or as you say or become family, your brother should know who you are. You when you too alleviated, he gonna look at you like, bruh. 
Yeah. You need to slow down. I mean, because they should know you. If they don't know you, I mean, why are we around each other? You're not getting to know me and know my faults and know and know my strengths and all that type of stuff. I mean, what are we here for? Yeah, you shouldn't have to code switch with your family. No, nah, you shouldn't at all. You know, I mean, like I got, I got, like my family, I got a big family. My family from Sea Pleasant, Maryland, Craig Street side, but I lived on both sides, the Sugar Shack side, Harmony Hills. You know, I, I lived in Mayfield. We lived uptown on 14th and Rittenhouse. Um, sister been around Southeast all her life. I go through there. It's like I lived in Forsville. They didn't walk a meal. It's like Dodge Park. You know, when it was Dodge Park. <laughs> you know? Wow. Oh, back, back then. Yeah. Back, back when the IGA was Rivers. The, the, it's exactly. Nice. Been, in, been in that spot too plenty of times when I was young. <laughs> you know, wasn't even supposed to be in there, but I was in there. Extra $20 at the door get you in there. Yeah. I remember the banner out hanging one night. Back when that McDonald's used to have the green jump. The green. The with green, the actual yeah. uh, arches on it. Mm-hmm. And it said Trouble Funk on there. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> you, want tr- you want Trouble and you want it to be funky? I don't, I don't, I don't want to go in there. Mm-hmm. That sounds bad. Yeah, it does. Yeah, trouble Funk. Mm. Yeah, that's that's one of them uh, one of them bands that um, I don't think is highlighted like it should be. No, nah, they're it's, not. You know? they're, they're one of the pillars of the go-go community. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's unwritten, but everybody know. And, you know, Big Tony and the crew, they shall always get, get they just do. Yeah. I mean, I see that, uh, I think TV One Uncensored has been highlighting a lot of unrecognized people or people we ain't get their flowers while they was, you know, in the in the limelight or still here. So, you know, it, it should be one of them things that should be particular. I mean, look at look at uh Sugar Bear. He just got recognized by B T, what, four or five years ago? Yeah, but how when you have one of the biggest songs on one of the most urban movies? <laughs> you know? Okay. I mean school days. Come on. Let's talk about it. Donald Glover said it best, man. This is America. I, you know, and, and, and you know, hey, it's a it's a it's a lot of trees when it comes down to to the melanin movement. You know, no. they 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 want to, you know, just portray us as bums, no good people, uh, drug dealers, prostitutes, and strippers, and just rappers that don't have. The education on the mindset, but the tables are turning so different now because a lot of these people who are getting millions are investing in real estate and buying acres and investing in black owned companies, you know, and it should be more of that. Like, we should be so full throttle into putting money back with us. It's, it's, it should just be hand over fist every time. Nah. I mean, because we we got to make the wealth for the kids. I mean, I don't, I don't like to say, well, why people be doing that all the time. I mean, but they do it, though. They make sure their kids are straight. Whether it's an insurance policy, they got land, they got 
uh, uh, stocks and bonds for their kids when they pass, trust funds and all that. Like, we need to have that mindset in order for our children, our, our nieces, our nephews, our, you know, our family to, you know, just, just to have more legs to stand on. Because you got to think, you know, how when we was coming up, yeah, every every neighborhood, every neighborhood or block had that maybe one or two ballers that was doing them. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't take care of the community the way they want to because if they if they let you bleed them dry, you know, it's like you starting back at square one. Mm-hmm. But if I can invest money in 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 the, into the candy lady. You know, look, I'm going to go to the candy joint and buy a bunch of candy for you. This is for you. You know, I mean, it's just little things that people have done back then that now as you see the young the young guys that's, that's doing, you know, major league sports and stuff like that, they're looking out for their people that have some type of plan and investments. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, Always we say each one teach one, but also now once we've been taught, you know, where's the revenue coming from? I mean, a lot of guys, they, they sacrifice themselves on that field, that basketball court, that, that baseball diamond, the hockey, you know, we get into hockey. It's money. You know, it's just that you got to filter it down the right way and not just for people to be ghetto fabulous. You know, if you want to, if you want to open up a storefront, help them out or get a return on your investment. So, you can help someone else out, and that's how it should trickle down. For you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pass on the knowledge. You gotta pass on the wealth. You gotta pass on the know-how. You gotta pass on a lot of stuff to the community because a lot of people are still lost. They just so stuck in their ways that they just it's their normal. You know, if you show them something different, they nah, I don't fuck with that type stuff. Like. Come on, you know, you got to brighten your horizon sometimes. In my opinion, the last two decades, that generation, uh, it rides the wave instead of understanding what was the, you know what I'm saying, the purpose of it. Like, in the 90s, the neighborhood had a family feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Your your mother's friend could whoop your ass. Uh The lady down the street could whoop your ass. She Uh caught you acting out. And people got together. They, you know, what I'm saying everyone knew each other. They, sure. It wasn't as easy to access everybody via phone or computer. Oh, you had so you had phone numbers though. Yeah, so you had to you had to stop by, okay. or you had to call and be like, "Hey, we doing mm-hmm. this on yeah. this day?" Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I, so, and with 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 technology nowadays, it should be it should be more efficient. You know, because you yeah you. You used to literally had to envelope an invitation or come knock on somebody's door or send them a letter. But now we technology is so advanced that it shouldn't be no problem with getting in contact with anybody because I know as I was coming up, shoot, Miss Johnson called, Miss Carver called, other Miss Johnson, Miss Leah called. By the time I get home, I already know my I'm, I'm in the high seat, so. And that's another thing that I love about my neighborhood. My neighborhood, we we are a family. Mm-hmm. You know, we we are close niche. We we tight. Like 
I didn't probably slept over damn near everybody's house in my neighborhood. And vice versa. They done ate at my house, I done ate at their house, you know? And it's and it's times that, you know, that we miss because like Big Mama's not even on the front porch no more. You know what I'm saying? Ain't somewhere watching Joe Judge Joe Brown and Family <laughs> Feud and all that crap, you know? But just think about how our grandmothers and our moms used to sit on the porch. That made us safe. Yeah. Because we always had eyes on each other. Now it's like, come on, you gotta think, grandmothers nowadays, they 35 and 40. They still living their best life. That's They looking at you like, that's, nah, that's your baby. You know? This is the generation of, uh, lack for a better word, babies having babies. babies. And, and it's the truth. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 42. My oldest, my oldest, my oldest set of twins, they're, they're 22. And I'm about to be a grandfather in January. But I think I did good for myself with that. I, 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 I beat a lot of people out. I'm like one of the last having grandkids and I'm seeing how a couple of my buddies, you like, man, you late. No, I'm not late. <laughs> it happened when it was supposed to happen. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, everybody played ain't the same. I might not like peas, but I like lima beans. I don't, I mean, that's just it. You know, mm-hmm. you got to really, you just, you know, you really just got to be more in tune with what's going on. And that's something that I kind of lack sometimes with the kids, my kids. I be running so much, but then my wife, she had to reel me back in. And you got to get a little bit more focused. You got to do this with Brooklyn. You got to do this with this one. You got to do that. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, and that's, that's when you, when you in a household, that's part of checks and balances. Yeah. You know, somebody got to always, you know, and they don't always have to do it, but that little reminder is like, you know, I kind of drifting away from doing this. Let me get myself back in the lane. Oh, I mean, it's, I mean, it is what it is though. Like but, you said, a, a constant reminder to, right. you know, train you mm-hmm. on, you know what I'm saying, getting your life on track. Bad. I mean, because, I mean, you got to think you, you're doing so much that you're running around and, you know, you 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 forget some things. And, and it's not intentionally. It's just that you forget because you're focusing on this, you're doing this, and you're, you done went into the next play. And you totally forgot about what's going on because not not by just by being overwhelmed or anything. It's just like you're you're handling business and you kind of slept on one of these. So it's like, hey, come on over and and deal with me, you know. So it's 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 good that it's good to have good people and you know family members that can always you know give you a somewhat of a, not a reality check, but just a simple reminder. Yeah. So stay focused. You know? So it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's one of the biggest things that we as a community that we need to stay on top of, you know, the kids, I mean, everybody got their kids in sports and, so on and so forth is like you pushing them to be in the league, but what about their education? 
if football or basketball don't come through for them, what are they going to do? They're on the court and they blow their knee or tear their ACL or something of that nature. What What's the next move? If they do make it to the league, are you teaching them how to manage their money better? Instead of just thinking about them getting the millions and going to buy a $2 million house in a Maybach, you know? What what are you going to help them or teach them so they can be have some longevity, you know, to always have some type of financial literacy and financial stability throughout their life? It's, it's you know, we, we as a community, we're so stuck on the Joneses, the feds, and this to that, like, we ain't got to really buy all that. I don't think I knew it was. As long as my clothes was clean and I, and I was fresh and I am one out here, hell nappy and bummy and, you know, I feel good about myself. I got clean drawers. I got clean socks. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm cool. I wasn't, like, one of the ones that was big on Jordans and when, you know, I ain't, I ain't have to have that. Cause I can buy me a pair of J's, but... What? When I can go buy me two other pair of shoes and, and, and two outfits. With the I'm same, fresh for with the, the week. same money. With the same money. I'm fresh for the week. Oh, because the the, the, the the 11's coming back out. And I don't give a crap about them 11's. Them 5's or them 6's. A Chuck Taylor kid. And I'm going to always be that way. Converse mm-hmm. is doing me well right now. Hey. <laughs> Minus the, uh, that, uh, that hard bottom feel. Nah, hey, but guess what? They got they got Nike Luna Air Soul in them. Oh, they did? Yes. I ain't know they switched them up. Hey. I haven't owned a pair in so long. Hey, dog. What I got on my feet? <laughs> <laughs> All stars. All stars. And they comfortable. So, you know, I'm 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 just a simple person. You know, long as I'm 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 happy with with other people being happy nowadays. Yeah. You know. That's me putting a smile on your face with one of my meals. You know, I'm, I'm I, I come to the neighborhood sometimes when I when I make my meals and I'm I'm doing something like my roster pasta or or my or my Cajun shrimp pasta. I might not have I might not have nobody on the books, but when I get there, the word spread. They they magically leave out the trunk for what I ask for. I got a couple left over. I go, I go see my man, my, my man Gunner, who clean my car for me. Hey, what you gonna do for me? <laughs> you know, I got this plate for you. I got this ten dollars for you. Hey, you know, and he smile. <laughs> Come on, shine. I got you. I mean, it's just, it's just you, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay it forward. You gotta, you gotta pay homage. You, you, you have to in order for you to. And I'm not saying like to be successful. It's it's a, it's just part of your nature sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you if you walk these streets or corporate world, somebody in your life helped you or showed you the way. It's like you 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 got you you have to. It's like it shouldn't it shouldn't even be a second guess about it sometimes. You know, I mean, I, I look, I I didn't I didn't see me take fifty dollars and make. 12 to 13 meals. 
But I get around the way and I might be like, you know what? I feel a little generous today. Eight dollars. Everybody. Everything gone. Might not even make no I make my money back in a little bit of profit, but guess what? As they walk away and they doing they Snapchats and they Instagram, that's building a rapport with me because I'm 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 seeing new clients. People who's that? Where you get that from? So I'm 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 putting people on my as as I say my mental Rolodex, you know my 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 business log that I got in my phone, potential clients and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and 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 it works because that's free advertisement, word of mouth, a person that you that you done something for, and it's just on the strength, and and is and it's good, you know. Yeah, it's something not just something on the plate. It's just not like I'm, and this this not porous right here. <laughs> you know, it, you, you, I'm going to give you quality, and I and and that's just me as a as I learned as you know as I learned throughout the years. I'm I'm more of a quality person instead of quantity because mm-hmm. I'm not going to come outside with fifty trays of BS. I'd rather come outside with twenty of them. And ask for what I want for them, and get what I want for them, and that person walks away satisfied. And they call me back like, "Bruh, man, when you making that again, bruh? Man, I went to sleep off your plate, bruh." I'm like, "I got that, five that, orders for that, you. that right <laughs> there is more than enough of a thank you." You know? Yeah. Is is it's like okay, and that's that's like. Conversation breaker. You no, know, oh, what you do for a living? Oh, I'm a chef. <sighs> I'm like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. But I entertain it because I love it. You know, I love to talk food. You know, I, I that's that's just me. Like that's that's part of my rhetoric, man. I get to talking like I'm in a grocery store. I don't even know these people, and I'm. <laughs> oh, you know, you can make a good such and such with that. They like, well, uh, yeah. and I before I know it, I'm. We done sat in the line in the grocery store and talked 10 minutes. My wife like, you too friendly. Nah, I mean, I, I mean, that's just me. My grandmother never turned nobody away. Always kept it 100. My grandmother was one of them, one of them staples in the community that was like, if you hungry, you going to eat. You know, Blizzard, what, Blizzard 95? 96. 96 Blizzard. Man, we had, and I don't even, we had all types of people in my house. And, I, and I'm and I'm a, I'm I'm a speaker the way I know we had crackheads, dope fiends, people hustlers, all walks of life, people from all walks of life. We was like thirty of us in my grandmother's house. We had a ball, a ball. We we had liquor in the snow. My grandma making chicken and rice and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it, but she never turned nobody away. And that's something that I grew up with. You know, I don't, I don't, I can't turn nobody away. If you hungry, eat, bro. Because it's going to come back to me one way or another, you know? Yeah. And I don't trip off of it. Yeah, I I, I, I take plenty of losses sometimes, but I'm going to get it back. Because when, when the time comes for me to make my move for everything that I want to do, it comes at the right time. And I, that's the reason why I don't, I don't even, I don't, I don't question it. Because the world, the world, the world works in the way that it works in mysterious ways, and it comes to you. 
I might be broke one day and I got three dollars in my pocket. I go buy me a scratch check. I win forty dollars. Okay, guess what I'm gonna do with that forty? <laughs> go buy me go buy me about four fat chicken breasts, some fettuccine noodles, some milk, heavy cream cheese, and guess what? Alfredo? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me, bro? Guess yeah. what? Now that that's that's fifteen plates for me. At twelve or fifteen dollars a piece. You know? I done bounce back. And it's just something small though. It's just something small. And and I mean it's 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 I don't know. I mean just you gotta you have to, you know, as I say, you have to give back. Because if your community ain't behind you, who gonna be behind you? A bunch of people that you don't know, that you don't trust. Everybody in the community you know. You you know what they're capable of. You know, you can't put this around JoJo because he might walk off <laughs> with it. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, here come Debo. He about to ask you for 10 cigarettes. You know, I mean, it's just, or whatever. You know, I mean, you just know your people. You don't turn them away. They're a part of your life. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I love all minds, you know, my family, yeah, family is family. We we go through things, you know, but when it comes down to it, oh, we coming through, you know, or for whatever reason, we will come through. So, hey, I love <laughs> it. I love it. So let me ask you a question. Did, um, with everything that's going on, and uh, you being in the kitchen with these new pandemic regulations, how you know how different it is compared to February? Like, what's the new uh, headaches? I say that comes with this. I mean, as far as the kitchen, you going it's it's a normal thing as far as washing your hands. You you constantly wash your hands. I wash my hands so much, my hands hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, because I can't put all you back in my hands, but. As far as the mask in the kitchen or with the visors and I got goggles that I got. I mean, well, protective glasses that I got where I work. Mm -hmm. So um, when we first implemented the the face, the face shields on top of the mask, I'm at the grill one day and I'm like, I can't do this because all the heat coming up under the the face Mm -hmm. face shield and just sitting there. I can't see nothing. It's steamy. <laughs> Bruh, I'm like, man, I'm I'm like, I keep lifting the joint up, lifting it up. I'm like, man, hey, hey, I, I don't know what y'all going to do, but I can't do this. <laughs> you know, it's like it was holding heat right up. Like, I might as well put my face on the grill. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's, it, it was, it was, <laughs> it was wild. But at my job, we got, I say, 10 cooks. And probably six, four, four to six prep cooks. So we had a breakdown in groups, where as though that we you know if this team gets sick, we still got this team. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. It worked itself out to the best of our ability. We we kind of moved some things around to make it more feasible. You know, more you know, just more comfortable for us. So we were doing. Um, We've been working 12-hour shifts since, what, May? So we go in, go in three days, and then we work uh, a four-hour half day. And it, it, it kind of was giving us more time at home, but where we going? In the house. So it was just like, but 
I mean, it's like we we had to self check ourselves about some of the things that we was doing in there because yeah, I think the health department was closed. Mm-hmm. So we really had to be adamant about you know paying attention, like really adamant, like double checking about the food that we was putting out. You know how long this been here? I mean, it, but it's like you supposed to do it anyway, but people were kind of getting sloppy about where this go and where that go. But it's like, nah, we can't do it like this. We, we have to. So, but as far as me for my, my company, it was, I really couldn't touch the community the way I wanted to because I'm working, but then trying to come home and prepare this to go out the door. It was like, it, it took away from what I wanted to do. So I had to think on to, 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 to think, to think on a different scale. So I say, let me start doing family meals. I can drop my, just the same way as, uh, Fridays and anybody else making family meals. Let me do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I make, yeah, I make your family meal for a certain amount. You know, that, that'll feed five to six people. You know, I mean, I just, I started doing it. So I really got more, more in depth with like doing my seafood boils over the summer. I done mastered that. I got me a nice garlic, garlic beer butter that go with it. Mm. Off the chain, like I, I drizzle it. You can dip it. You, I even, I even cooked and cooked salmon with it and drizzle that over top. So it's, that's one of my, you know, go-tos for my seafoods and stuff like that. Um. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of new different rec- new or more well I would say older regulations that then came back into play because you know you you really couldn't you know Tampa I mean um let me say not say Tampa but some of the some of the things that you really had to revisit mm-hmm. as far as cleanliness you know we I I started you know. At the end of the day, the sanitizers and all that type of stuff, we started cleaning the kitchen back down with bleach. You know, I mean, it was one of the the best things for us to do. Yeah, you know, just to just to keep so you know that stuff is certain things are sterile. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it was it was it was rough though. <laughs> it was rough. Wife at home, I'm going out the door, everything every day, but then I have to be. Conscious of what I was doing, yeah. Stopping at the gas station and going here and going there, I'm like, I really, really had to be mindful. But you know, my wife, you use your tapping pay. You ain't even gotta go in there. This, but I'm thirsty though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I gotta go in there. So, but I mean, it's just, it's just awkward yeah. in the beginning of this. But now it's like you. You got a mask in your pocket, mask in your coat, mask in your console, mask in your glove compartment. You got one in the trunk, one in your book bag. Like, hey, bro. Just so you don't get caught slipping. Yeah, you know. You walk just, oh, man, I got to walk all the way back to the car. Nah. So it's just, it, it just makes you more, more prepared. You know, it just, you know, but you got some people out here thinking that it's not what it is. Uh, it, it is what it is, you know, 
And then, and then, and it's kind of scary though to not know, you know, who may have, or, you know, it was just, it just made you feel awkward when you come in contact with people and it's like, you can't separate yourself from the world. You can't do it. I mean, you can do it mentally, you can do it physically, but how, how are you going to live financially? You know, would the government be yes and with trying to help us out? You know, people waiting on stimulus checks and all this other stuff like unemployment, unemployment, you know, okay. and people when people are in debt, you know, unemployment is so high. It's ridiculous. You can't, I, I can't even imagine like me and my wife not working. I don't want, I don't want to stir crazy. And, and some people really did go bonkers. Mm-hmm. But in some form of fashion, it brought your household closer. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like the person, the people that you lived in your house with, you really relearned them people. You know, come in, you know, just being closer, being, you know, being around each other more. Yeah. You, you learned your family again. And that, and that I can say is one of the good things that came out of this. Yeah, 2020 for me is the best worst thing that ever happened. Yeah, and yeah. and just think about how many people that was working that that's, that 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 lost a job, that was laid off from a job, didn't sit in a house and just twiddle their fingers. They started researching this, started doing this, and started doing that. Like a lot of people launched their own brands. During this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. That's really awesome. Because even though if you do go back to your nine to five, you still got something that you're working on for yourself. Yeah, and it's no longer a theory. It, ah. That concept is actually tangible now. It's it's, it's yours. Yeah. It's yours. You know, I'm I probably we probably need to look up the numbers of how many people LLC and got something patented through 2020. Cause people still waiting on stuff to come back now, and it really don't take that long. So just think about how many people applied for U.S. patents or trademarks or LLC their businesses doing this. Now, since that is in play, we as a community need to start helping that. We need to stop purchasing that, you know, so they can flourish. But also for that next person to flourish. Because your price is your price. It's because I'm your homie, your brother, whoever. I'm not putting my 100% into something for you to want. To devalue. Uh, yeah, the yeah. devalue, the homeboy hookup. Nah, I ain't go to school for this to... to to take 20% off for you because if I run across somebody that I don't know, they're going to pay what I'm, I'm asking. You as a friend should be wanting to pay more. Yeah. You can get a bulk price discount. Yeah. You know, of course, you know, and that's and, and that's, and that's real. That's being real. I got, I got, look, what I got on a day is one of my buddies, one of my buddies, uh, t-shirts. It's called Decipher. 
he, he's coming. He's about to be in stores and everything. And he'd be like, nah, Pat, I'll make you a shirt. No, I'm going to purchase this shirt from you. Because the same way you will purchase a meal from me, I'm going to purchase your, I'm going to purchase your product. And that's, that's how I suppose to go. Send me, send me his uh, social media. I'll make sure I plug him on that uh, post. Oh, that's, 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 that's definitely, I was going to do that. Yeah. Just, just cause. You know, I mean, is is like a, a really close friend of mine. He um he got a vodka company out now. So it's called Big Boy Big Boy Ish VIP Vodka. You know, he been doing the Big Boy the Big Boy Ish. Potato corn? Huh? How's he uh It's man? um it's potato vodka. Okay. It's 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 really smooth, it's nice, you know. Um Next time I run across, I grab something. We can, no. yeah. have a have a swig, a little sip, and we can we can rate it. You no, know? and that's something that might be some good. You know, people that got these products and get a, get a taste pound. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just it's just a thought. You know, I mean, because you you and me also, I'm still building my brand. You're building your brand. Yeah, and that's still shopping and still. Because, I mean, I might have an idea for myself that might not work for me, mm-hmm. but it might work for you. And that's just passing it on to other people. Yeah. You might not have the time to do it. And you and, and you not being a, a selfish person, it can work for somebody else. They might not be doing nothing. Yeah. But you plant that seed. And it might grow into something. Hey, I tell you what, um, I got plenty of witnesses that'll tell you that um, I've always been the person that's going to drop them gems for advice, or I'll tell somebody something that I started and never got finished. I'll be like, man, you got the time. You could try it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it, it go, it go the blueprint. You know what I'm saying? So make it your own. But. Don't waste the time. Don't waste the opportunity. If 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 you sat at home for what was it, the fourteen, sixteen week period when they was throwing the extra six hundred on top of your unemployment, and you didn't come out with a better credit score, so, uh, a, a tuition payment, uh, out of the rear, <laughs> a, a, a product, a LLC, something, mask, something that you can call your own, mm-hmm. you slept. You 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 fucked up your own twenty twenty. Yeah, because I I paid attention to my Instagram and only thing I seen was bottles, shoes, lobsters, seafood boy, seafood boy. Thank you for purchasing them seafood boys. <laughs> no, I'm talking but about I mean, I'm talking about the ones that that they were picking up from like Hook and Reel. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. a on a three times a week type shit. Yeah, and I, and it, I'm, to me, I'm like it. How can you blow opportunity that can put you in a better place? As you say, it could have cleaned up your credit. You can all that. I mean, it could have been anything that you. It could have been a bill that you could have paid down. But for you to be blowing that money, though. To be fair, not everyone has somebody who instilled, um, you know, direction like that in them. They they get it secondhand, or they they was in a situation where. 
they were sleeping in a car on their homeboy couch, and now they got their own. They looking out for them. Yeah. So they don't know. They they forgot the people who gave them two hots in a cop. You feel me? True. Because they don't know. Like, hey, damn, this dude looked out for me, or this person looked out for me. I got a little extra something, even though you know what I'm saying it's not like they were the reason I got it. Yeah. Hey, appreciate you. You know smallest, what I'm saying? Smallest gesture. And now that I'm, I'm up on my feet, hey, if you know somebody that's cool, that you trust, and they mm-hmm. need some help or whatever, you know, I could, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Pass the baton. And of a lot course. of people don't do that. A lot of them, I mean, they really don't because it's like a lot a lot of people that's, as, as we say, is prospering and, and doing more for themselves, they start with the disconnect. Like, they're not on my level no more, but your foundation is your foundation. Cause that same that same buddy that you stood on the corner with or you work them them twelve hour shifts with because you started your own, he should have been one of the people that you hired. Instead of letting him stay with this company or whatever. I mean you never knew you if you never knew his ambition. But if you would have just tested it and, and, and tried it, it might have worked. But when we when we start doing more for ourselves, we have we have a tendency to start shutting people off because they're not moving like you're moving. No, you supposed to pull your brother up. You supposed to pull your sister up to get them on that level because the more the more we have, the more we can get. Because if it's only one millionaire in the room, there's only one millionaire in the room. Everyone else was going to gravitate instead of, hey, how did he do that? Exactly. But you want to be that person with your nose in the air. Like, and, and stuff can happen so so fast and bring you back down to reality. That's that's the part of being humble about and about things that you get. You have to be humble. Like, you really have to be humble. Because a lot of things is... It, it it can come like, it can go like that. Back to square one. Easily. Mm-hmm. And what I mean easily. You know, I, I I had a good buddy of mine. Awesome. Awesome with the pen. Rap really, 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 really good. And I and I say he was one of the most underrated people in the DMV. But the attitude of this greatness put you in a point or a place where some people ain't want to work with you. Mm-hmm. Arrogance. You know, the arrogance. And I'm like, bruh, tone it down. Make the money. At least get the money. You ain't even get there yet and you got this arrogance. But all doors start closing for you. Like, um, like, uh, you ever seen, uh, you ever watched Psych? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see that episode with Jaleel White and Kenan Thompson? Um, when uh, when they was in a band with Gus, and they, <laughs> and they did that, they did that one performance at the college when they had the hot top face, the hot top face, and then they just yeah. got so arrogant off a of, off a of one one performance they did hey. in the cafeteria. Uh-huh. Like, what, what you talking about? Some you about to take over the world? You did one, one performance, yeah, one, and it was a uh, uh, what what a um, hey, what was it called in the school talent show? 
Yeah, Dan Tyler scouts. Like, you just it wasn't baby. no scouts there. No, 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 no talent no, agents. Nobody there. Like, who was going to recognize you? Nobody. <laughs> but the lunch lady who was like, oh, he can sing. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, and, 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 and it's, I don't know, it, it's it's kind of like, when 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 you get a get to a certain point in your life, you you just can't walk around like you got a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, you can't do it no more. It's 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 useless. It really is useless to me because I I, I used to be uh, uh in the streets, arrogant, all that type of stuff. But as I got older, I had to I had to I had to sit back and be like, oh, this ain't working. What's the next move? You know, went back to school, got my GED, went to, went to community college. You no, know, got in in the culinary field. I've been in the culinary field for almost eleven years now. You know, and I found my peace. That's my peace. Food is my peace. My happiness is when somebody tastes my food and and consume it and and. I mean, like, and I ain't know you know how to cook like that. And it'd be amazing to me because I can, I put my, I made myself well-rounded. I don't bake, but I can burn in the kitchen, though. Mm-hmm. Like, really get down, and that's my happiness. I be at work, I be having miserable days, you know, walking through the door. But I get to work, and as soon as I put a knife in my hand, it's just like, it's gone out the window. And some of the people at my job can blow me every day, but... I I stopped letting people get to me. I'm not wasting no energy on nobody that don't mean me no good. And if I know that you're trying to do something for yourself, I can't do nothing but help you. I I might not be able to help you financially, but I can give you, as you say, a blueprint, some words of wisdom, show you, you know, show you a different way to how to Get yourself uh, a publishing company for mm-hmm. all these young dudes that's out here rapping. You know, to how to establish your label. You know, how to, you know, just understand if you do get yourself out there, how your royalty is going to come, how your how your show money going to come, how you going to get this on the front end, how you going to get this on the back end. But the whole thing is, when you get the money, you just can't squander it. You just can't let it go. You gotta hold on. You gotta, you gotta hold on to it. I mean, I and I know some of these kids. They they coming from, coming from the hood, coming from broken homes, and the first thing they think of is, I'm about to go buy. Like I say, I'm about to go buy this Maybach. What? All right, before you go buy a piece of land, get you a house. And pay it off, but had you some money to decide to pay taxes because that's where a lot of them get got at not paying any taxes. I never understood the purpose of having a vehicle that was more expensive than the place you were living. Bruh, I seen I seen a guy live in an apartment, nice nice apartments. I do say that nice apartment, but you got. You got a Bentley sitting outside. That doesn't make no no sense to me at all. Because I'd rather drive me a a a, a 
Toyota Camry, but I got me a $300,000, $400,000 house, and it's mine. Instead of having the car but living in an apartment. That's, yeah, you got your assets sitting on public property. You know, where, <laughs> where it can be scraped up. Somebody get mad, key, key a car. Somebody come through the... Oh, no, where we live at. Mm-hmm. But it's ring out anytime. Yeah, you come outside and just hold <laughs> mirror gone. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no scrape of paint or nothing. It looks like somebody just yanked it off. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh really? That that you go to back out the driveway and it's like, oh, or the side was like, wait a minute, hold on. Why can't I see? Yeah, oh my, my whole car not even here. It ain't even foggy out here. <laughs> you know, so it, it's I don't know, you know. But now I, I see a lot of people all getting there. Getting their ish together, they're getting their priorities straight because they're 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 seeing they're seeing more, you know, because of I mean just twenty 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 is was like a wake up call for everyone. Mm-hmm. And if if you still run around here and you're not conscious of what's going on, it's just like you you might as well just go dig 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 a hole. Put you a little roof over that joint and live in the ground. Because it's like you're you're not focused on anything. You know it's something out there that you like? Get into it. Engulf yourself into it. I mean, it's it's bruh, it's it's I, I love this year. I I really do. Like I I love twenty twenty. And you might be the first or second person to say that. I, I, I really do because it it, it 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 shows you who 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 the people that's going to be in your corner. It shows you that you can you can accomplish something. It puts you closer to your family. Yeah, it might have took some things away from you as far as a job and all that, but you made something else out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm product of it right here. Like, I'm, I'm, like I, I, this is something that I've been thinking about for a year, but I didn't really have the, I don't want to say time, but the mental push, and I just was like, fuck it, I, you know, this is, I'm, I'm just gonna do it, and it took uh, about seven hundred dollars in, in trials and tribulation, and me trying to uh, go about things the cheap way to, to get things to where I needed to be uh-huh. and that's where it is now and it's still it's still ongoing you know what I'm saying I got thoughts and plans that I'm going to put into you know fruition once I once I'm there right but now you're building though yeah you're building something for yourself though yeah and it's so many different avenues with what you're doing it's unlimited stuff for you to get into that's just like food. Food is so it's it's like in the world of itself. Mm-hmm. So many different things that you can do with food. You know, it's it's just like how far are you willing to go with it? Are you going? Are you going put yourself to a limit, or are you going to have no limits with it? That's all. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you really going to do with yourself? I think that's a question that a lot of people need to look in the mirror and ask repeatedly until they actually come up and don't say, I don't know. My, I don't know. 
I, I, a teacher once told me, I don't know. It's not an answer. It's not an answer. Hey. And that's that's just you not trying or you scared to, you know, speak your truth. So I don't know isn't an option. And and fear holds a lot of people back. Yeah. I'm you think these people out here that's millionaires and billionaires didn't take losses? There were they they took a lot of losses but they kept doing what the okay, I did I'm 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 gonna take I'm gonna take Article A, Section C out because this ain't work. But I'm about to implement Article B, Section E because I think this might work. It's just rearranging certain things and it will work. It really will work. It's just that you got to stay dedicated in some form or fashion for you to push past the, the bumps and the bruises. How can I become a millionaire? First of all, you got to find a plan. You gotta find something that's that you can deal with on a daily that you can invest your time you can invest your money in you gotta find something that you can take advice on because some people out here they they can have record labels and haven't haven't gone anywhere mm-hmm. what are you not doing right so you need to sit back. Scratch your vision board and start plan A, plan B, plan C. Plan A ain't work. Let's go to plan B. I ain't saying stop. No, don't ever quit. Take your bumps, take your bruises, and and dust yourself off and keep on going. You have to. Something you're passionate about. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference between a job and a career. Right now, I'm at a job. That I can't stand. I don't and, work. And I get paid doing something I love. And and you have a career. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't understand that concept. They go in and they think, Let me get this eight, let me get this ten out, let me get this twelve out the way, or I can go home. Sure. But you going home miserable. You go in with that though. You wake up and say, Damn, how much PT I got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do I got sick leave? Man, do I feel like calling out today? And I say it sometimes, not 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 because I don't like my job. I say it because I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, but I barely call out. Out of this whole year, I think I called out four times, and he ain't the old way. And I probably don't call out no more than to next year. Nah. I'm just a pro- I might be the leap, but I'm coming to work. <laughs> I mean that's that's just too consistency is key. I'm I'm I will be there. You do not have to worry about me not coming. So let me ask you a question. How do you uh overcome the feeling of being stuck in the house? I didn't have to go through it because I was going to work. I was getting out. Now if I would have had to Man, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't saying like I'm an angel. I done, I done been incarcerated before. Mm-hmm. So I know how to sit in one spot yeah. and deal with it. You know, it's it's like you really have to be mentally strong for it. Just, I mean, I mean, but it's a whole lot of stuff to do in the house. Yeah. I've seen people rearrange their house and they done repainted and uh, then took furniture, old furniture they, that they didn't had and sanded it down. I mean, you have to find something to occupy your time. God, do some type of project. Me, I was 
in a cookbook, finding something different to make almost every other night, something like that. Yeah. You no, know, just just for me to look forward to doing this that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not wasting your time. Nah, you know it's, it's no time wasted. It's it's none wasted. And I and I really can't see how people just sit in the house and do nothing. Like if I'm off, yeah, and I want to relax that day, I'm gonna sit in the house and do nothing. I might watch. I might net let Netflix watch me all day because I'm in this sleep. <laughs> but I can. I I deserve it. Cause you put in the work, you put yeah, in the effort. I, I put in. I, I damn sure put in. Yeah, you're not. You're not just tired from laying down. You tired because you actually got up and you did something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't just physically moving, but you was mentally moving at the same Physical. time. Even and in, in, in all my days off, my wife had asked me, "What you do today?" I vacuum. I did this. And her took a walk to go go to the school or whatever. It's it's. When are these kids going back to school? <laughs> <laughs> Gracious delight. When are they going back to school? I'm about to just buy my daughter a bubble and let her go to school. Like, man, i never seen a child use the bathroom so many times <laughs> in the course of a day. And you getting breaks. You listen to yeah. the kids on the, on, on the, on the uh, distant learning. I got to go to the bathroom. Hey, dude, you just went. <laughs> like really like but it's it's fun though you you you, you gotta be positive about it yeah if you really put yourself in, into a negative mind state about what's going on right now you will mentally F your brain up yeah. you have to have some type of happiness with yourself right, go find some happiness do something that makes you happy because you would go stir crazy. Like my, I watched my wife for the first maybe month or so. She was going through it because she's a she's a dedicated woman to her craft. But twenty twenty years in the cosmetology field, and she's an early riser. So I'm in the house. I know I gotta get up. She's already up. Where are you going? It's 5, 30, 6 o'clock. Where are you going? She on the computer. I'm talking about studying for, you know, just reading and just digging deeper into her craft. Mm-hmm. And She's I'm, a purist. I'm, man. And I, and I was just like, wow. This, this lady will not let nothing slow her down. And the dedication that she put in for those many years, it's like her clients really came through for her. Like, came through when she was putting out, like, gift certificates and all those gift cards and types of stuff. They was purchasing them early. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, who really do this? But I noticed and I understood that when you deal with people that that love what they do but they show you you know the love that they have for what they do and the dedication it's just it's a beautiful thing because you're like oh, all the bills fake hey, what <laughs> how you do that 
oh, I sold some gift cards and this is in uh, I had my products, sold my products and hey, the hustle don't stop. It don't. Especially got product to sell. Yeah. You sit in the house. Everything online. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. I can't sell food online. It ain't gonna get there. Not yet. Not yet. And that, I, I'm, wait, I'm waiting on the, uh, what is it, uh, the, uh, Dehydrator 2000 to come out. Okay. You know, from Back to the Future. Remember when you put the pizza in there? <laughs> hey, that, <laughs> shit, that shit looked in fire. Hey. Hey. Pepper, <laughs> yeah, pepperoni and pepperoni green peppers. Man, I was like, dang. When is coming out? Man, that was the biggest mind fuck to ever happen, man. Like, literally, what was the 30th anniversary was 2015? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they came out with them Nikes. The automatic uh, lace yeah, up jumps, yeah. and it was just like, you know, this was supposed to happen. A couple of things did happen. A I, lot of things in that movie happened. Yeah. So, uh, what the the Cubs was it? The Cubs or the, the Reds won the uh, won the World Series? Well, you know, the Red Sox. But I think it was the Cubs. Um, yeah, it was the Cubs and the Almanac. Because it was yeah. yeah, it was the Cubs. Um. But what, what, was it was it Boston that broke the curse? Like yeah. they they hadn't won since like the seventies or something like that. White Sox. Maybe, it might have been. No, it was a, no, it was the Cubs. The it Chicago was the Cubs because when that uh, well, I think it was the, 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 the black dude with cat. the mess of hair. Yeah, the mess of hair and yeah. the black cat. Ramper. He was like, I would have put some money on the Cubbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was that. But I mean, you know, and that, and that's and that's crazy to say because a lot of movies had some like. Predictions to what the future had became. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, um, but uh, so what's his name? Uh, Total Recall. Yeah, self-driving car and hmm. a taxi man in that joint. Remember, I'm not supposed to yeah, his head The half a body. Yeah, the half a body. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's 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 Drones, Terminator. Drones, yeah, the drones, drones and Terminator. Drones in there, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a lot of stuff that you see, but I mean, hands down, the Simpsons are one of the ones that's... You would think that they had a fortune teller or something. Yeah, something. You know, it's somebody like, that, that time traveled and came back and was like, this gonna happen on this day, this gonna happen on that day, this gonna happen on that day. And... My like my daughter seven and she she loved the Simpsons. I, I we be in there watching it and I just be like, Shh. <laughs> and it just it's it's just you sit back and you like, dang, she liked the cartoons I like, or cause she like she like Garfield. And wow, yeah, like Garfield. I didn't even know. Is that 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 CGI? Or was it like 3D cartoon that's out now? Are you, are you talking about the old school the Garfield old, and Friends? Old school Garfield and Friends. Is that on what you looking at? Disney? You know Disney Plus for that? I got Disney Plus. I got Hulu. I got I got everything. I ain't got cable. Yeah, I got pretty much everything except yeah, for Disney she, Plus. Um, but nah, hey, you know what else? Not to cut you off. I just seen they got a new Darkwing Duck coming out. <laughs> yeah, they got an hour special. Was the thing was supposed to come out this week? Yeah, they brought it back with Launchpad. And remember, remember the, the robot dude that used to uh, be in that white suit on one wheel? Yeah. He was in the commercial. 
Yeah, I forgot what his name was. I, yeah, I, I know exactly who you're talking about. He, he the one where his body used to spin around and all that. Yeah. Like, arms used to strike. Yeah, I remember that train. But that, we, we ain't the best cartoons ever in life. Yeah. We had the best cartoons from He-Man to Transformers, Thundercats, Thundercats, Silverhawks, all that, man. I'm like... Our cartoons had uh, better song intros than they do these days. Yeah, because it was was a thought process in it. Yeah, it it was just... Man, have you paid attention to how you look at the cartoons and the illustration of the cartoons nowadays? And you're like, dude, what is this? Like, it's like no effort in it at all. Well, I wouldn't say it's the illustration. Well, depending on what network you're looking at. Mm-hmm. But the storyline, like, a lot of remakes, no originality. Have you seen The Toys That Made Us on Netflix yet? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't finish it, but I I, I watched it. I watched okay. It. So you, you watched the one with the Ninja Turtles on there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So something I learned from that that I didn't know, um, besides how the dude that sold off his rice kind of got fucked at the end, and he sold it right before Nickelodeon bought it out, I was I was like, oh my goodness, I would have been sick. I would have been sick. But I didn't know that the toys came first and the cartoons were made to sell the toys. I thought it was the other way around. No. A lot, a lot of them back then was the toys came first. Like He Man came out first, and then the cartoon and everything. I'm, a lot of the toys. I mean, that's how they based a lot of stuff back then. You know, they had that stuff on the shelf, but it was like, okay, how I'm gonna market this? Mm-hmm. So they brought the cartoon, and the cartoons was like, and the cartoons was awesome. Yeah, I mean, and like now, as you said, like the storyline to the cartoon these days is like. The the best shows are shot in Canada, and some of them based off books, some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. But at least for me, animes is what I I focus on. I just start getting into anime. Really? Like what? I'm on episode two hundred and thirty on One Punch. One Piece. One Piece. I say One Punch. One 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 Piece. Okay, alright, so answer me this question How did you get past the first 20 episodes? I'm only, I'm only on 12 And it's like 900 and something odd it's, episodes Yeah, it's almost a thousand Yeah it's almost, um, The kids at my job Okay He was like They kept talking about Man, they was talking No, that I, I was in a house bored And yeah. I was like, man, what is this? So I started watching it And I'm like So I get, I get to work I'm like What is one piece? And he was like <laughs> What episodes you on? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh, 12? It was like, what? Do you know how many episodes it is? Ah. It's, man, like, it's like 18 seasons or man, something I, crazy. Man, they, 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 they pulled it up. I was like, who the fuck about to watch all this? But I ended up, so now it's like I watch maybe two episodes a day. Okay. Just to, you know, just to kill me a little bit of time. Yeah. Like, I'm on break, I might watch it, right? But I'm like, am I ever going to get through to the 900 mark? You got a life. You got a lot going on. But somebody that's like, I don't know, let's say work part-time or whatever, or they stay with their parents, they can they can knock out 600 episodes in a couple months. 
because that's what they're doing in their downtime. It's different for somebody I'm like me or you, I'm depending on the depending that. on the length of the show yeah. and how addicted you are, because you want to focus on what's important to you at that moment. So if that show you getting that information or getting you know uh, your your watch on, yeah. that's what you're gonna focus on. See, and that and that's that's me with. I don't like watching series. I'd rather watch a movie, mm-hmm. get it over with. Because if I watch a series, I'm like, I lose interest in it. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 some things like it's it's some series out here that I watch. Like I stopped watching Power. I couldn't even I couldn't even get through like um I, when Empire first came out. I started watching Empire, and I was just like, okay, this is something I can get into. But then mm-hmm. it was like Shit. out the window. Um, but. I watch stuff like Chicago PD. I don't know if it's because my grandma and them used to watch NYPD all day, mm-hmm. but that's something that I I watch because it's more realistic to me. Some of the stuff that go on, yeah. like nine one one on Fox. I watch that joint. It's like what hands the best. Yeah, that joint good to me. Like yeah. it's certain. It's like it's grown people shows to me. Yeah, as I may say, because like with Power, I just I was like. I'm done with it. I I ain't gonna lie. I got like halfway through season three, and then and, like, and that's probably where I left off. Yeah. It was season three. It was like I'm I'm through. I'm a, I can't I can't I can't do this. We got people getting up at twelve oh one to watch this crap. I'm like, it's a good show for a person that 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 likes to be entertained with that type of stuff. I don't take nothing from it. I can't get nothing from it. You know, so I watch shows that's more more relatable to me because mm-hmm. that's not relatable to me. So I I kind of turned around and like based it on something that's me. Okay, I like that. I mean, I like people. I like the, I like the crook. I like the villain. But what's gonna happen in the end? Wait with it. What? So the storyline for me really has to be like down to earth for me. Okay. It can't be too far fetched or too fictional because some of the stuff that I see in some of these shows is like, nigga, Ben killed your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Point blank. Police would have been killed your door and bust your head. Somebody off. said, uh, you be watching the uh, Squadcast on all that? Uh, you know who Pat Cloud is, though, right? Yeah, I know who Pat Cloud is. He said, if, if Goffman had been a real city, the police would have killed the Joker years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth, though. Uh, they they would have baited his ass and bust his head over. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true. They was just like, you know, he said Batman's superpower is white privilege. Like I, he's he's just going around whooping niggas and, yeah, in the suit, and no one's stopping. It's, it's, it's white privilege. Like, yeah. uh, it's you know, it's it's like. After you sit back and you watch certain things, young, and you 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 see the underline of it, you're like hold up, who wrote this shit? Did they actually like go through this type of stuff, or it's just straight out? You know mm-hmm. Because you you be like, ain't no fucking way this gonna happen in real life at all. Though some of the stuff, I mean, yeah. You see some of the stuff that people have got away with, but look what happened in it. Like, you can't glorify certain stuff mm-hmm. to think that is your reality, though. 
that's a part of the problem with people today. You know, they sit and they watch these movies, they read these books. I mean, it's okay to entertain yourself, but please let yourself know that it's entertainment. Don't try to go out here and duplicate Snowfall. It ain't going to happen because you're going to be chopped up in a box somewhere. You know? Do your research. Don't just say, hey, this is true. That, you know, you know I, I mean, and that's the thing, like, it's, it's truth behind Snowfall. You know, and that's another reason why I can relate to it. Man. But power is like you 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 gotta give me a foundation to it. And I and and you can see like on and that's the reason why I like Snowfall is because you've seen it from the ground up to where he's at now. Mm-hmm. It's like power is just like you get the glimpse of them going back to how he ended up becoming who he is, but it's I'm like, I can't do it. I really can't. But I mean, I do indulge in some some crazy movies sometimes. I like a good biopic. My favorite movie right now is Dolomite Is My Name. Oh, that joint was lovely. I did, I, like, I knew of Dolomite, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. And that made me look up his... He was. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Eddie Murphy is. Hey, he he <laughs> <laughs> he he used to be like honestly, he used to be like my role model, my mm-hmm. my unofficial role model when I was a kid. Like the first movie that I saw of him in it, um, I want to say I was five. It was coming to America, right? Mm-hmm. And then I watched Beverly Hills Cop two, and then I heard him talking. I said. Why is Prince Hakeem not talking like Prince? Why is he talking like America? This this doesn't make. Then I realized yeah, he's an actor, actor. And I was just like, I seen Golden Child. You know, I seen Forty Eight Hours. Class. Class. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, I started to realize that no matter what he's in, I like the funniness of this motherfucker. Like he was the first person to give me like in my memory a genuine hard ass laughing. Anything that motherfucker did was just stupid, funny. Like, like, remember in the Golden Child, right? <laughs> when he when he was he was looking for the biker's house mm-hmm. and he jumped in the yard and the Spanish people was cooking. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, I don't want no trouble. Yeah. All, all I want is a chip. Yeah. All I want is a chip. And man, get that chicken. It's burning. It's burning. Yeah. <laughs> Flip that shit. <laughs> and that shit. I sit in the room and be dying laughing. The motherfuckers be like, "What's so funny?" I'm like, "You don't hear this, man." Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's. That's the genuineness of his personality. Yeah, you know, and that and that's that's what I mean. You put your you put yourself around good people, mm-hmm. and they they bring the best out you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a firm, I'm really really firm believer because uh, I um a couple of years ago, a buddy of mine, Legacy Carryout, for Washington, um, he just opened. Another one last year, um, St. Charles, whatever it is, bought off. But I was I was talking to a guy, Kevin Perry from Round C Pleasant, and his brother Nails. You know, they they good people, and he was um he was doing meal preps in his house, mm-hmm. and he was like, man, and me just saying the potential in a person, I was like. Bro, you need to open up a curry out. 
He's like, man, what am I sell? Like, dog, you doing it already. You just need your own spot. And he he went and did it. And he's one of the the, the what top twenty carryouts in in the DMV. And I said to myself, like, what I'm gonna do for myself though? You know, because I I can I can give great advice to some people, but sometimes you know you sit back and you're like, you gotta take your own advice. It's kind of it, it, it kind of throws you off a little bit to like to motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you surround yourself with good people, that's what you putting out to them coming back to you. You know, so and now it's like I'm 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 searching I'm searching for a food truck because I really I really have to get from out of a um, job structure. I need to be on my own. And that's something that I'm pushing for. But my wife, she didn't, she didn't give me, she didn't give me the blueprint to do everything that I need to do. Now it's time for me to walk the walk, you know, because I love my job, I, I, but I need to have my own. Mm-hmm. I really need to know what 100, 100% being self-sufficient and successful feel like to say that I've done it on my own. No handouts, no nothing that I, I, I laced my boots up. I tied them tight and I stood up on my own to get what I want to have in life. And that's, that's my, that's, that's my, that's my goal for myself is to get that because I have to do it for myself. Have you looked into getting a grant? I'm going to do all this. But I want to do it when my time, you know, when I feel it's right for me. I know that the time is now. But when when that crack open for me, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the whole door open. Because I want to be so diverse with with my food. And that's like one of the reasons why I don't put myself in a certain box with food mm-hmm. because food is life. You know, it's, it's everywhere. It's like, like your favorite song that you hear. It brings you joy at times. You know, it, it's a conversation. It's a conversation, an icebreaker. It's, it's a little bit of everything. You know, wars were ended over a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Tension was was brought down and due to a nice plate of this to set the mood to talk. It's it's about the conversation. You know? What what made you have this good conversation? That plate. I put you know It's literally an icebreaker. Hey. You know uh, so it's and, and anything it, you can consume can be used to bridge a gap. Of course. You know? I mean, just look how many. Look, I mean, you can be mad at somebody, man. That's, man, come have a beer with me. You know, yeah. and, and you hash out the problem. Well, look, man, I'm 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 gonna be at such and such, man. Come through. You know, let's let's settle our differences. You know, and, and that's that's a part of being civil. 
You know, yeah. you can't walk around just think you're gonna be waging war on everybody and ain't nothing gonna happen to you. Yeah, that's letting pride take over, <laughs> not realizing that a lot of people don't have, a lot of people aren't instilled with that that notability as a child. You know, not having you know uh, proper parents in your life. Mm. Now, it's it's dope when you figure it out coming along, but. Stopping those quote unquote generational curses. You know, you had to go through that. Doesn't mean the children around you have to. So, if you want that to stop, you got to be the change you want to see. I mean, and that, and that goes for family members, hood members, whatever. Is like, I I had good big homies in my in my in my corner, but it was that I chose to venture off and to try it myself. Mm-hmm. But nowadays. If I didn't already walk the walk, you don't gotta go through it. Let's see what, what else you can do. Like, I, I love the fact that, you know, the, the young guys around the way, they, they, they in the studio, but they working too, though. You know, they bringing in the money to finance their next move. And it's a good feeling because when they come to me, I'm like, oh, gee, oh, it's just, what you think about this? What you think about that? Or call me when they got problems or whatever. It feels good mm-hmm. to pick up the phone and answer the phone for them because they might they might be at a point where they they might be at their tipping point. I ought to do something stupid. So I pick the phone up for them. I answer them calls at one o'clock in the morning. I might be frustrated about it, but guess what? I'm about to hear you out because if I can talk you off that ledge. And it ain't necessary I'd be a lead. You could have bought you could have about to bang that thing on somebody. Mm-hmm. But if I can, you know, slow yeah. you down and make you think before you before you be sitting doing twenty five years when you could have been like, damn. Man, I wish I I, I wish I or oh, I wouldn't ah. And 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 that's the whole thing. If 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 you out here in these streets and you and you ain't got a good head on your shoulders, it's crash dummy. That's exactly what you about to crash. But why send yourself through it when you got people like me? Or I, I know it's big homies in all neighborhoods that then, yeah, man, dude, man, like, go talk to them young fellas. Get, get, find out, find out what's, what's, what's pushing their buttons. Because sometimes it be the littlest thing. It be the smallest thing. You know that 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 can just spark that fire, and they and and and, and they off to the races. They 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 on a rampage. They going out here, but for what? Because the only thing you destroying, and you you destroying not one family but two. If you bust a nigga head in these streets, guess what? Somebody coming for yours, or you getting locked up. But you didn't destroy your family because you in jail. But you didn't destroy this man family because you took him from this earth. Yeah. You know, so it's like you 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 gotta think first because it's, it's I mean it's just you know you got miserable people out here that that love provoking you, and that's what I, and you gotta you gotta you gotta learn how to maneuver around that. If you can't maneuver around that, you you need to get out that field. You need to you need to go do something else because it ain't it's not for everybody, and they not playing about this time. They want you in there. Free labor. So, mm. You know? 
Is either you get a job out here or ten or eleven dollars an hour, you gonna go in there and work for thirty cents. And it ain't nothing cushy. <laughs> ain't no telemarketing job. <laughs> It ain't no, let me stock these shelves. Nah, uh, let's press these that. plates. Oh, it ain't no, I'm let's about to build go. some furniture. And I'm not about to go out here. Oh, I'm about to take me a cigarette break. Eh. Ain't, ain't no choice. That. You know, I'm about to run to McDonald's and get lunch. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> you're going to get these noodles and this hookup that you gonna you and your man going to make this spread tonight. That's what's going to happen. Your mayonnaise and your pickles and all that, your, your, your summer sausages, that's what you're going to be eating. Mm-hmm. Trying to fabricate that to any and everything that you could think of, from a pizza to a burrito to whatever, <laughs> you know. Like, like, that, like that old that old French bread they used to give us in school. Hey, you know, them, man. Like, come on, man. I mean, it, it, you have a choice out here. Just don't make the, the the wrong one. Make the right one before someone takes away your ability to, to have your own choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because one, 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 once you hitting doors, buzz in the morning, boom. Lock it up, dog. Light click on. Ain't no peace in it. You're not getting no peace. I don't care how many books you read, how much meditation you think. You're not getting no peace. Because you're away from your family. Yeah, I, I refuse to let anybody bark orders at me. Or bark at me, period. I, and, and I'm a rebellious person. I can't go through that. Like, I can't. No. My, my brain ain't. <laughs> my brain ain't, it can't even. <laughs> I'm going straight to the hole. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm locked down all the time then. Because I'm, I'm going bonkers in it. Because it's, it's oh, nah, uh-uh. oh, lock in. For what? Uh, now, now, it's, I fight the police, dog. Hmm. I fight the police. Anybody know me, I got charges against the police. I hate to say it, but you're not going, you're not just going to do anything to me. Yeah. Intoxicated, sober, high or not. No, we not rocking like that. But I had to find my levels to it. I had to I had to, I had to slow down doing last stuff. Yeah. I mean it's, it, it it was hard. Hard as hell. Making the transition from coming to the streets to working for what, nine dollars an hour. The fuck is this? <laughs> Getting paid every two weeks. Getting paid every two weeks. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I can go, I can go buy me something and I can make my paycheck in one day. But it's the risk. The risk and reward. You know, so guess what? I am going to get my ass up and go to work. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and climb this ladder and make it, make it to a certain amount of money to be comfortable. But I'm not, I'm never, ever going to jeopardize myself again like that. And... These niggas can't hold water nowadays. And 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 the jug that's closed. They gonna drop it. Hmm. You know, you just reminded me about something. I remember uh years ago when I used to work at Family Dollar, I was still in high school. Hmm. I got off work, it's like eight, nine o'clock, and I kept my bike locked up behind the Family Dollar right there in Kentland, right? So I go back there, I'm unlocking my bike. PG cop pull up. No lights. No lights. It's the parking lights. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, what he coming back here to take a piss? He get out. This nigga like 6'3", 275. He taking his shirt off. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Put his gun on the hood. What you doing back here? I look at my shirt. 
and, and I'm a I'm a smart ass. Yeah. I look at my shirt, I look up at the sign, and I look back at him. I said, I'm just getting off work. <laughs> <laughs> like he like, let me see my ID. I look at my book bag. I look at him. I said, I got my school ID. He was smart ass, huh? I said that that's the only ID I got, and the motherfucker didn't even have a picture on it. Like oh, this, shit. This, this is what I got. Like my name tag mm. and my ID name will match, and that's that's all I got. Another car pull up on the other side. Two more dudes. What you got over here, Watts? That was his name, Watts. I never forget that shit. Say, look how you trying to break in, trying to break into my own job <laughs> that I just got off from. Yeah, I just I just clocked out, dog. Yeah, <laughs> with my crowbar. With my, with my screwdriver, like like this is the shit I'm getting. I'm getting the full press, head on the hood, going through my. They they drop they uh, they unzip my uh, book bag, dumped everything out on the ground, notebook, paper, test, essays, all that shit hit the ground. Protractor, all, all this shit. I'm just like, wow, this shit ain't really worth it. I was making like eight eight fifty some shit like that. Some something I knew, but still. I'm like, this is some bullshit. And they run my name. Nothing come back, of course. They they hit me with the same shit again. What you doing back here? I said, look, man, I'm just getting off work. I'm trying to go home. I stayed literally five minutes away. He was like, oh, yeah? Well, it's been reports of people coming back here doing all types of shit. I'm like, I don't know about people. I name terms. Mm. <laughs> and clearly, I'm just trying to go about my business. He said, oh, yeah? i tell you what, I don't like you. I'll get off work in two hours. If I see you out here, I'm going to fuck you up. I said, you won't. And I dipped. Left everything on the ground. Book bag, papers, all that shit. Got the fuck. And I'm sitting there like, and I didn't have a disdain for police, Mm. but that, that started it. Because I literally did nothing. But... I fit a description or I fit a type of person that you was used to dealing with. And now, because I'm a bigger dude, I was perceived as dread. That's why the other people came. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, just like that day when uh, when me and Kevin went to uh, KNG yeah. and, and they pulled us over. We fit a description for a crime that happened in Suitland two hours ago when we were sitting in front of your house when this shit happened. happened. I was like, how did how did we get across town? It was five o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon or some shit. Like that it's impossible. I don't know. I mean my you know, my my problem that uh that came with the police was they didn't believe my name. Oh. They thought you was bullshit. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was some of the <laughs> some of the some of the most awkwardest moments of being on the block, like you know, fellas, we went to school together, so they they knew my name. So we we get put on a car, and they asking everybody name. I'm the last person, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I'm telling you, it was just like fuck. In my brain, I was like, is this thing gonna be me or that? Well, fuck it. So you you, what's your name? <laughs> Patrick. What's your last name? Patrick. I said, what's your last name? First and last name the same. 
What the fuck? <laughs> so everybody like, man, you not automatically putting handcuffs on me. Right? So I'm I'm saying to myself, like, yeah, they about to lock me up for my name my being name, my name. Being the name that my mama gave me. I was like, shit. So he was like, you ain't got no ID on you, such and such. They, so everybody on the car laughing. It's like six of us spread it out and everything. They laughing and shit. So I'm like, uh, you ain't asked any one of them. What's my name? I say, matter of fact, go knock on 6412 and ask Miss Hodge what my name is. Point at me and watch what she tell you my name is. Man, I ain't got to do all that. that. ain't my motherfucking job, this, this, that, and the other. So he was like, but your mother couldn't think of nothing better? Now you want to swing on him. Now, now I snap. Nigga, fuck you. It's everything. Like, everything on the book. What? Like, I turned up zero to a hundred off the breakaway. So, um, I, I, I wish I could remember this officer's name, but he used to stutter. <laughs> and he pulled up. He pulled up around there and was like, was like, yeah, um, he was like, yeah, I'm going to come and give you assistance. He was like, what's wrong? He was like, this motherfucker lying to me about his name. He was like, what his name is? I say, dog. <laughs> I died laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I died laughing. He was like, what the fuck you laughing at? Like, I'm like, whoa, young, you got a speech impediment. Like, how are you an officer? Like, seriously. Like, who's going to take you serious? Who's going to take you? And that's what I said on my mouth. I can't take you serious. <laughs> and he was like, what's your name? Told him my name. And then grabbed me all around my neck and everything. So it just so happened that um, an officer pulled up that my grandmother raised from around East Capitol. Mm-hmm. And he seen him grab me. He was like, what's up? He was like, why you grabbing on him? He was like, because motherfucking lying. He, he trying to give us an alias name. Or he trying to be funny. He was like, you talking about Patrick? He was like, man, I know that man's whole family. Grandma and everything. His mother, his grandma was like my mother. He was like, well, what's his name then? He started laughing. <laughs> I said, this is what y'all fucking with him about? His name? And he was like, yeah, because you're sitting there lying to him. He was like, did he tell you his name is Patrick Patrick? And he was like, yeah, he was like, that's his name. Like, I got him from here. Took me to my grandmother's house. They told my <laughs> grandmother, get this boy an ID. <laughs> get him an ID. As soon as possible. He said, because if he going to be out here and he gets stopped and they don't believe him, they say it, 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 it can go south. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, or since then it was school teachers, people at the bank. It was like, it started to become unique to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I, oh, that's cool. Really? Oh, I ain't got to punch you in your face. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, but that's like most of my fights in middle school, elementary came from my name. Yeah. Like, it, it was, it was just, it was fun, you know, adapting to it and just like, damn, I, man, I embrace it more than ever. I tell anybody, they're like, what's your name, Patrick Patrick? Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That's like such and such, such and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mario, like, Mario. Mario, Mario, John Johnson and stuff like that. I just be laughing though, but. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a part of me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's first and foremost. I, I got that name from my aunt, drunk in the delivery room with my mother. Yeah. Okay. 
she named me and the bullshit she said to me still don't make fucking sense to me 42 years later. <laughs> yeah, you, you the last of your mother kids and something, something this. I'm like, the fuck does that mean? And me and her, we, <laughs> we still fuss about this shit to this day. <laughs> Why the fuck you do me like that? I thought it was nice. <laughs> did, did you have to carry this badge of honor for 42 years? It's like, seriously, like, this shit is she ridiculous. Probably, she probably secretly laugh when you're not around. I know, she probably, yeah, she, I, I, I fucked him up for life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, and then it was to the point that I wanted to change my name and everything. My mom was like, you ain't changing your name. I wanted to name, I changed my name to Sean. I was thinking all type of shit, like, <laughs> what the fuck would go good with Patrick? This, is that, and the other. I'm like, I fuck this shit. I'm good. I done got into so much trouble with this shit that I ain't gonna go no motherfucking way any goddamn way. Put my record up, fingerprint. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Patrick Patrick. Like, oh, Lord. His name ain't Sean. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Can't get away from it can't, now. Nah, I can't get away, man. This shit, just fuck it. I mean, embrace it. You know? Man. Nah. And I, you know, that's like, there's some people out here with some fucked up names, dog. Like, Pronounceable and all that shit, like Draymond Green. I'm <laughs> straight black man name. <laughs> you know he came from the South Side of Chicago, the, so the Quavius. Like, yeah, like these parents don't be thinking about this shit when it's time for them to go apply for school and put their name on applications and shit, like all the hyphenations and all that shit. Like, come on, man. The the the, the hyphenations, the the, uh, the periods, the the asterisks, all the, that. that shit. Um, what used to kill me was uh, paternity test Tuesday on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and they used to say the names, and they used to fuck with them like like uh, the one white girl that called her son Martin Luther, and they was like, "Where you get that from?" Well, his father's name Martin. No, his father's name Luther, and I like watching Martin. And he was like, okay. I was just like, that's that's a dumb reason to call your child that, but whatever. But they started roasting him after that. They was like, what's his, what's his last name? They was like, Martin Luther Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther Williams. Yeah, Martin Luther Williams. <laughs> Martin Luther Thomas. <laughs> yeah, because I think, uh, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, his name wasn't Martin. Originally? No, his original name was Michael. Oh really? I, I don't know, know where the Martin came from, but I, I I heard and seen something. I got a random question for you. All right, what's that? Who do you think is funnier, Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle? Dave is more make you think than laugh. Chris, shit, that's tough. <laughs> Chris is doing a uh, similarity to what Dave is doing now with his comedy. Mean what Dave's been doing? Yeah, what, what Dave's been doing. Mm-hmm. Dave always been straight to the punch, but I, I, I you know what? I hands down to me, I, I like, I like Chappelle. Okay. So, you know, and I really got into Chappelle because of Kevin. Okay. You know, he was like, nah, Chappelle, Chappelle, Chappelle. And I started, and I, he, he 
he grew on me real fast, and I was like, that's, I fuck with his style, though. Mm-hmm. Nigga don't get shit. He don't give a fuck how you feel about it, you know? And I see Chris Rock now, he's starting to, uh, you know, punch it through that way. Because at first, he used to beat around the bush like a motherfucker. But he was still straight to the point at times. Yeah. But now it's just like, fuck it, the gloves is off. And that's the way comedy should be to me. You know, I, I like straight up funny, but you letting shit be known in, 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 in certain forms and fashion. So, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 got, I, I got to get that crown to, to Chappelle. I, I like him, you know, cause he, 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 he do this shit motherfucker scared to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's some, it's some nice comedians out there that's like him, but they just don't have that platform. But Chappelle, that's, that's, that's my guy. I, I go around. I knew he was different. Um, I want to say, and this was even like, I want to say after Nutty Professor, because I didn't know that was him until hey, a lot later. Of people didn't. Yeah. Like you realize that like, like when Blue Street came out, how high came out, like, damn, that was, but when I saw the movie, uh, Screw with him and Norm McDonald, yeah. that jump to me was one of the most underrated, funniest movie. Danny DeMito was in that movie. Um, who the fuck else is in that movie? I forget the old white lady's name. But every time this motherfucker would would get questioned by the police, he would just like panic and get to sweating, and then he'd hit the motherfucker with something. <laughs> like he, they was in an interrogation room talking to the cop, and he was like, uh, uh, and then he was just like, "What are you sweating for?" And the motherfucker grabbed the lamp and hit the cop over the head with the lamp. <laughs> Like, uh, shit. No, McDonald was like, "Why you keep hitting people?" Shit, shit. <laughs> motherfucker, ask you questions. You stop <laughs> he was like, "He was like, he was like, I told you, I was at the house. I didn't even know this Wilbur guy." He was like, "But you, you said you guys went to school together." Like I said, I knew him, but I don't know him. <laughs> it's like that shit exactly. didn't make sense. But that's a that's a classic for all you out there that haven't seen it yet. The uh, early testament of what Dave Chappelle is. Yeah, I, I just I love his tactics. How he he bluffed him, get what he wanted. Mm-hmm. As far as not one bluff, too. He didn't did he didn't mm-hmm. he know the game. He a master of what he do, you know. And that, that's that's learning your craft, knowing your worth. Nah, so many ways. So many ways. Dave Chappelle says the shit that I think about on a daily basis. No, and that's why we. That's why we. He. He going. He going to say it because I mean, and this and this is no disrespect to the to the letter gang and the L the LGBTs accused or whatever. Mm-hmm. He he says it in a way that you can't get mad at him. Nah, because it's 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 truth. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get mad at the truth, then you might as well just 
Look how everybody got mad at uh, Bill Burr's monologue, uh, monologue from Saturday Night Live. Hey, Slim, that joint was real as fuck. Exactly. And all he did was spoke his truth in his way and made it relatable for people to understand and laugh at at the same time. Because he's one of those people that, regardless of what you say about it, he's he's just a funny dude who speaks some real shit at the Mm -hmm. same time. And then... See, and that's and that's something that you know. While why uh like Martin said, he ain't he ain't doing no standups because he's so on the fence with how raw his comedy is that mm-hmm. he's like he had so many motherfuckers in their feelings that they've been in boycotted his ass and all this type of shit. But that's how uh, Damon Wayans ended up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was like, you know, people were. Motherfucker's just too goddamn sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, you can't say shit nowadays. Like, you gotta watch your mouth like you in church. Hmm. Like, you everywhere, know, though. Everywhere, though. Everything is police. Yeah, everything. So it's like First Amendment, freedom of speech, right? I should be able to say what the fuck I feel like at any goddamn time. Yeah. How you perceive it. Yeah. It's, it's a different thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's it's a catch-22 in everyday speech these days. And that's that's sad, but it's the reality that we live in. Look, when do we get there? When? Yeah. How, I mean, I mean, how? Because in the 90s, it was... Well, late eighties, early nineties, they was one to one, wanting to censor the music, rap music, but the metal and the horror rock people was saying just as much as what rap people said. So, to be honest with you, I think that once uh, technology advanced and people who weren't being heard before had a voice through, you know social media or outlets or things like that or forms of communication. I think that that was the birth of the mass population of the PC culture. And that that created a shift. Now, how it affected people, because there were plenty of people laughing, mm-hmm. but there was also people sitting in those crowds thinking, hey man, this is fucked up. Yeah. So, now that they're not muffled, it's getting, it's getting brought to the top, and there's people that's championing. But, I'm not saying that everything that someone is saying is wrong, mm-hmm. but like Dave Chappelle said, when he when he when he went on the crowd and he was like, uh, "Duh, I'm going to try to take everything away from you just for something you said 20 right. years ago," because people uh, take up these fights and they don't do the full research. They just say, "Oh, here go a cause. Let me take it." It's like the new gentrification, the separate taking away the power of speech. And just like uh, a per- your mother told you when you was younger, a person can call you whatever they want, but if they put their hands on you, you have the right to whoop their ass. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. You know? But, but I, you got to word that shit. Yeah, like, like, like now, you have to be careful the way you care, because the powers that be, they will try to fuck you over. See, but that comes with 
giving them too much control. And that's another reason why we need to be more controlling our culture. Because in so many ways that by us being the lowest man on the totem pole and we sacrificing give so much to our culture and don't really reap the benefits of it. I think that control isn't the issue. I think that empowerment of it is because yes. you can't control something that, that spread like wildfire across the entire world. Yeah. But you can empower the people to actually put those fruits and labor out there. So if who was it, Meg the Stallion that came up with Hot Girl Summer and then someone tried to coin it for their, I think it was Victoria's Secret or somebody, uh. or some makeup line that tried to coin it as their, their own slogan or whatever. Okay. If you're going to put something out there, trademark it off the break. Now, speak those words if you want. I need my money. Yeah. And it should, it should be that way with everything. Everyone said, Before you let's, have, let's make the marathon that's, store. That's also having all your ducks lined up before you get out there. You know, having your publishing company, having your, your LLC and, you know, ways to get your phrases and, and your items and stuff coined before you bring it to the world because, like, I'm example. What it was seven years ago, they was talking about the name change of the Redskins and all that. I think that's when it started. And yeah, so I so seven years ago they started putting out um, logos and names and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, a white guy in Virginia went and trademarked all that shit. That's the slow up with the Redskins changing their name mm-hmm. because he owned every name that was a potential name for them. Washington Generals, the Red Wolves, the, I think it was the Leopards. Uh, it was all them names that, that came up in that little, in, in, in this little, um, I think it was an article in, um, in the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. But he went out and trademarked all them. But his, he's, he's trying to get money for his, basically so his family can have money for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Going, he want to take a payout, but he want a percentage of this, and they not bucking. So it's going to happen for him because all their main potential names and what number two left, he already owned them. So you got man, get a man of money. He beat you to the punch. Yeah, that's like Kevin Gates. Uh. One of the dudes that he was he was you know close with trademarked his name. He had to, he had to buy his name back from. Him. That's crazy. Did you let a man beat you to your beat you to the punch? You no. Know? Mm-hmm. That's you know, but that's I watch people that's around you. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's 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 part of life. Just can't walk out in the wilderness all day and. And walk and not knowing that that mountain lion in the bushes creeping with you, waiting waiting for you to get into a, a open field so he can tear your ass up. <laughs> yeah. One of one of one of my favorite jokes from Richard Pryor when he was talking about being on wilderness, and he was just like, ah, "Hey, 
was like, why? There's a bear right beside you. He was like, I ain't bring it. Well, which way you gonna run? Why? Because I don't want to run your ass over when I start. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> get the fuck out the way. Uh, that shit, that shit always makes me laugh when I think hey, about that shit. That sounds like some shit that happened to me, though. Man, it's... Oh, no, man. It's, it's, it's just a good thing, man. It's a really good thing. Mm, I got another random question for you. Shoot. Who do you think's a better actress? Angela Bassett or Viola Davis? I like Viola. Cause she, I'm, God damn, dog, how you do that? <laughs> Where the fuck you pull that from? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Viola. Okay. Because I, and I. I take nothing. I take nothing from Angela because she 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 still is a hot motherfucker to be her age. Mm-hmm. But um, cause she, Viola sells herself more, like in her character to me. Okay. Um, Angela when she like when she did uh, Tina, it was it was good, but it wasn't that. That wow factor. She played her ass off in that part, but it wasn't yet. It wasn't like like I couldn't go watch that movie too many times. But I like the shit that Viola do because I don't know. She just remind you of your thorough ass auntie. Mm-hmm. Not what thorough as in like she don't take the bullshit. Yeah, you know. And and I I, I like her like in that way because she like okay we we going we gonna do what we gonna do. You know, mm, I like how versatile she is, but yeah, like yeah. the conviction in her voice when she talks. Man, I'm, I'm talking like, about she she pulls you in. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you like excuse me, get stuck on her words mm-hmm. and her reactions and her her flow to how she delivers this character to you, and it's you be like, God damn! Like I I, I watch plenty of like. What was that? Um, How to Get Away with Murder? My wife got me watching that shit. Hey, look, I like mysteries, and that's one of my favorite fucking shows. I, like, I, I was there from the beginning. See, and, and my <laughs> wife was too, so it's like, man, motherfucker, you ain't bring me in on the beginning. You got me way on the back end on this joint, so now I got to start all over by my goddamn self. But I, I was like, how the fuck that shit go on that goddamn long? So much shit that happened and how to get away with murder. It was Chandra Rhymes. Mine is just she is vicious. Yeah. Oh, because I ain't gonna lie, the the last season, um, season six, I was, I was, I don't want to say flabbergasted, but because like I, that's my thing. I like. I like detective shit. I like figuring puzzles out. I like like the movie, like the movie Clue or, or, or uh, um, what was it? Uh, the jump with Adam Sandler and um, uh, Rachel from uh, Friends. What's her name? The the murder mystery jump that was on oh, Netflix. Um, I know what you're talking shit about. Like, the shit like Knives I, Out. Nah, yeah, Knives, Knives Out, that joint was good. Yeah, yeah all shit like that. 
That shit resonates with my soul. I just watched a joint called uh, Origin Unknown on Netflix. Hmm. Never heard of it. I, it's... It's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. It's another uh, little country, but the guy, he was taking, like, the first issues of comic books mm-hmm. and committing a murder. But I say... He did a Hulk. He did a he did Incredible Hulk, right? He took a little skinny dude, but they didn't show this part, and that's the only reason why it kind of threw me off about the movie because that was the first person that they found dead. Okay. But they said the guy, whoever he had grabbed, they was like, "This is not even his structure." He was like, "The guy weighs probably like one hundred and fifty something pounds, but he had blew him up." Like, what the fuck he did to him? But he had his ass in the lifting weights. But I guess the dude must have ran exhausted and. Arms gave out, and the bar hit his neck and killed him. Damn. But then he did Iron Man. He killed the person and took his heart out. Like, he was showing, he was trying, the, the, basically the movie was, he was trying to make this one guy become uh, Bruce Wayne. Because, you know, Batman originally was Detective uh, 28 or 30-something. It was a number. Yeah. It, was a, it was a number, a detective, something such. And um, he was trying to make, he was trying to become the villain to give the city some type of hope or some shit that he was doing. Yeah. But he did Spider-Man, hung nigga up from motherfucker in, in the steeple, hung his ass up, had it look like, like shit looking fucking crazy. Yeah. But what was crazy about the movie was the, um, the main, the main character, well, the dad, he was the first main character in it, but he was retired because he found out that he had cancer or whatever. And his son ran a comic book shop. So the new detective that came was the dad's replacement. Okay. So, and his mom, the backstory of it was the dude who set everything off played him into being the role of Batman in so many ways. Like, he killed his mother, killed his father, and all that when he was young. Oh. This shit crazy, dog. I was like, bam. And kind of found, I don't even want to tell you no more about it because I want you to watch this shit. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I, I, I know, I know, dog. I'm, 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 I'm poor at telling people to watch a good movie because I, I get to tell them about it. But the joint was good, though. He really actually accomplished what he set out to do as a villain. Yeah. I was just like, I was, I was blown away, though. The joint was good, though. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I'm, I'm, I do like just watching random ass movies. Yeah, you seen uh, the family with Robert De Niro? The, oh, Nef- the family. Uh uh-uh. Check that out on Netflix. All right. Exactly. Oh, oh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. Um, old mobster type movie. Them up type shit, but oh yeah, I need they got it. Got his funny elements to it. I, 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 I yeah, I definitely need that in my life because I'm watching uh, Bad Blood right now. Bad Blood, Bad Blood. I think I heard of that. It's um based off the um. I don't even know how you really can say the Canadian mob, but God damn, this shit just don't even roll off your tongue right. Like mafia, yeah. Canada, yeah. yeah. But that joint is it's 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 good. Like, I'm, I like, I like that joint. It's a little different from your typical mafia because 
they it's just it's just not it's a it's a mob boss and there's a couple of other families up there but then the main character he fucking with everybody the bikers the the, the Haitians that's up there all that like he got them in control they doing business together but it's motherfuckers from New York that's trying to come in and take over uh, I'm about to say, it sound like Mar- uh, 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 Omar from the wild. Like you said, he fucking with people. I was like, oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he kind of he kind of uh, you know he making sure that he buying shit from him at the best price, but keeping them in control. But now the shit just went fucking bonkers on. And I'm on the second season. I'm like, drink kind of good. I, I hope they bring another drink. You down with the Mandalorian? I finished it. Um, I, I know. I know season two is in the works, and I seen two a post ain't in the works. That motherfucker be out the end of this goddamn month. Oh yeah, waiting on that shit. You know how much money they spent on that show? I don't give a fuck. I know that joint good. I spent my goddamn money for Disney Plus, and I want to watch that shit. That that was the flip though. So that's the reason why they got Disney Plus. Yeah, they 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 spent about. Twenty million an episode, right? He shit. Specs, rights, location, um, actor budget, all that shit, right? They go to flip. Disney Plus, what seven dollars? Mm-hmm. I don't think they got more than one package, do they? Seven dollars, right? I mean, I got the bundle joint so. with the Hulu and the ESPN. Yeah, I'm shocked. So, and it dropped February. In March, they sold 100 million subscriptions. I can believe it. I can believe it. I mean, drop in the hat compared to what they spent per episode. So, 20 million episode is eight episodes. This one probably had about eight or nine. So they made almost a billion dollars off the app hey, alone. God, that's I, I, just the app. app. That's just the app. Just the app. Think about everything that Disney owns. But look what they doing though. They pre-ordering, giving you Mulan and shit for thirty fucking dollars. You think? You think? I, I, I'm mad because I'm. I'm. I'm I'm pissed off at Disney Young because when they did Aladdin, Aladdin was good. They had a fucking genie. They had a fucking flying carpet. How the fuck you ain't put Mushu in this goddamn movie? Okay, so let, let me ask you this. When you saw the trailer, did you think it was going to be good? What? Hula? Yeah. I mean, I know it's going to be good because I like the cartoon one. It was good. Okay, so that goes back. That, for me, it goes back to... Uh, Let's... Kick some honey buns. <laughs> so it goes back to choosing what you consume. Mm. I knew that when I saw that trailer, I wasn't going to watch that movie if I had to pay for it. Oh, I wasn't even. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me hear about this movie before I go out and watch it. Mm. And sure enough, it wasn't a week later or the, the Monday after it dropped. I can't believe I wasted my money on Mulan. I was like, eh, kind of had a feeling. 
kind of had a feeling just just based off the trailer. Right. Now, of course, the trailer can give you a very minute version of what the movie actually can be, and a lot of movies I stepped on, but I knew for a fact, just like I am a uh, diehard Ninja Turtles fan. And when the new ones came out a few years ago, I was like, eh. Them choice is good to me. Maybe, maybe because I'm, I'm such a, uh, a fan of throwbacks. That's or, what I was about to say. You know You're a throwback saying? fan. But, I mean, it was so many ideas that they put together, and then uh, certain ways you can do things. See, you think that you, they, they went, all right. For me, from what I see, they went for how do I market this across the globe to everybody, opposed to sticking to what made it simple. The idea for that sh- this series or this this cult following that you can say yeah, it is came from a comic book writer trying to make his friend laugh. He drew a turtle standing up saying something funny. He was like, why don't you you try and make him do this? It'd be cool if he had this. Next thing you know, they was doing martial arts. You know what I'm saying? It's so much easier in simplicity. And that's what they got away from for me. Like, Seth Rogen, if I'm not mistaken, is working on a uh, live-action Turtles movie. He got the rights for it. I don't know what he's going to do. I got him doing the right thing, though. Now, you can call me uh, nostalgic or stuck in my ways or whatever the case may be, but that in the sewer in New York, motherfuckers in a suit, you throw a little CGI on that, Mm -hmm. don't stray too far away from the original story. Keep it raw. Keep it raw. $100 million idea. That was the first independent movie to ever break records like that in 1990. They thought that shit was going to flop. It made $100 million in April of 1990. And you know what beat it out? Blade. Home Alone. When Blade come out? Blade came out like 97. I'm, I'm not talking about comic book. I'm talking about oh, independent an movie. independent movie. Okay, all right. Independent all right. movie. There. The only thing that beat that movie out for the year was Home Alone. And that came out in Christmas. Wow. Yeah, so people they think that fl- new isn't always better. Nah, it's it's that's like you know, well how they show and tell the different versions of Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Batman. I like Batman, and it's like like the new Joker. I don't like him. He's too. Silly or over the top? He and do you mean the cartoon or no? I'm nah, not the cartoon. In the, I'm about the, in, the, in the movie, the new one. I don't like him because he looks more like fucking pimp. Uh, 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 like a golf type dude with come on, he got jewelry and gold teeth and all that shit. Like that wasn't a joker to me. So for me, and I actually had this conversation with Kevin. I think it was. Jack Nicholson, best Joker ever, brought the cartoon Joker to life. Yeah. Um, Heath Ledger brought the comic book Joker to life. 
Yes. And those and, are my two favorite as yeah. the Joker. So people don't realize that a lot of people aren't comic book fans. They don't know the history. They don't, they don't do, they do diligence. They just go and watch a movie and they critique their performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this person because of this. But if you, when Jack Nicholson, first of all, Michael Keaton is one of the funniest motherfuckers ever. He was the perfect Batman. I don't I, care what nobody I, say. You think so? I think I, as far as, all right, he was the perfect Bruce it's, Wayne. Yeah, all right, that's what I'm about to Bruce say. Bruce Wayne. He was he, the perfect he Bruce was the Wayne. Perfect Bruce. I ain't going to say he was the perfect Batman, but as far as swag and, and funniness, humor and everything, he mm-hmm. was funny. Like, when, when that motherfucker was like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> yeah. Then he got shot. Like, that shit, was, that shit was dumb funny to me. But um, uh, Jack Nicholson's... Uh, his realization of the Joker, like when he laughed and you didn't know because he he would he's joking around and then actually, you know, he shoot a motherfucker in the head yeah. and he did it so casually. It was just yeah. like. This motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm saying? You, he showed that in the shining, though. Yeah. Like he like, can do that. Man, he can switch he, on you real man, quick. He can, turn that, he, he can turn it on like like night and day or like a switch easily. And that's that, you know, that's. That's that's the reason why when he when he Ledger did Batman, I mean uh he, when he was in Batman he played the Joker, I was like, God You you see the depth of pain and discouragement in him mm-hmm. with that shit. It was just like I'm fucking with it. <laughs> like, like if you when Alfred said some people just want to see the world burn, <laughs> I believe this motherfucker. Like if if I don't give a fuck was a person. Hey, it was that, him. That was him. Yeah. That was him. And and it's like <laughs> fuck selling it. He he put it to you on a fucking platter where it's though that you like, I'm about to eat all this up right here. No. Nope. Because that's the way he showed that shit. Like he was like, what did, what did, what did he say about putting the people in a room and something, something, something. And he gave him the motherfucking switch. He was like, what a convict this and yeah, gave him a choice. Give him a you know choice. What I'm and everybody was like, nah, fuck that. I live my life and see how fast they turned on each other. Mm-hmm. But it took the most notorious motherfucker in it that was probably in jail for probably the rest of his life for doing something that he probably didn't do mm-hmm. to be the most humane, humane person <laughs> in the goddamn room. Like, he said, I'm going to do what you should have done that, hours ago. Yeah. He threw that motherfucker out the window. So you know, and 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 back, back to choices. Yeah, that shit reminded me of Angelina Jolie at the end of one. I was like, I'm sticking to this shit. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and they took that shit like a champ. I was even like, ah. <laughs> there is some, you know, it's some, it's some good Telltale movies out here. Tell all movies that I, I'm, I'm, I'm really in depth with. Like, I really like. And like my my little on Netflix, I got my little my little log favorites and shit like that. Man, I got a I got a couple suggestions for you, but uh, I'm I'm gonna hit you I'm gonna hit you with this last question. We're gonna wrap it up. Okay. Um. Uh, who do you think was a better rap duo, Mob Deep or Outkast? 
You really gonna ask me this fucking question? <laughs> That's insulting, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, I like Outkast because their originality. Mm-hmm. They they wasn't subjective to depths. They went deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mob Deep, they I hate to say it to me in a certain way, like typical New York rap duel. They ain't hit you with certain heights. They ain't hit you with shit that made you be like, whoa. Like, what the shit, you know, in depth about what they were talking. You were just talking about the streets. No. Outcast was so versatile with their music and the message and everything. I'm talking about their whole Dungeon Family culture was fucking different. Iconic. You know, it, 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 was, it was like that shit cannot be fucking duplicated to this day. You can make another fucking mob deep. Not to say it like that, but. Yeah. But Outcast? Hell not, huh? They, they, they. They, they, they're, they're at the top, at the tip top of my list as rap duels. And I, and I've listened to all the Mob Deep music, you know, Temperature Rising and all that. Like, they got some classic joints, but. Who'd you uh, put up there with Outcast? Like Method and Red? Matt, Matt Red would be my, my, my number three or number four. Because <clears throat> they they connect and mesh well together because them they like to me they're they're brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, big brother, little brother, however you wanna say it. They can be twins all the fuck I care, but they complement each other so well that the chemistry, they, they on stage performer, all stage performance is just like when you see Red now, he's a he's the adopted member of Wu Tang. Like, okay, you can't. That's like so a brotherly bond. I guess a better question should have been uh, Outcast or UGK. Of course, it, it, that's it. that's just how I go it, for me and my and and, and my and my duos. Outcast, UGK, A Ball, MG, and then I give it to you know. Bat and Red. Mm-hmm. And then whoever else come the fuck behind them. But those are my top. Those are, those will be my top five. I can't really think of anybody else that sticks out there that, I mean, and really, all of them started. Around the same time. Yeah. Except for. And still relevant to this day. Yeah. And, and that's because cause, cause Push Entertainment, you know, A-Ball and them, you know, they, they, they redid like eighteen of their songs were all live instruments. Hmm. Like I be rocking because this shit remind me of Go Go so much the way they be playing that shit. But you know, uh, but Outkast, okay, I I I know I I listened to a, um, a podcast where he was on with uh, the white boy from um, what's the what's the white dude Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. And Andre was on it, and he was talking about how um, he don't want to force no music. Like he don't want to. He, he like basically he just don't want to be 
doing what is expected of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said he wanted to come so naturally. He was like, it'd be okay with him. And he, he was like, he in so many different lanes. They're like, they, wherever he live at, they say they be spotting him in the park playing fucking uh, a trumpet or a saxophone or something. Hmm. He said he still like going to the fucking laundromat. Doing what everyday people do. You know? I mean, you can hear it in his music. It was never about the money. Nah, it wasn't. And that's what never. he said, too. It was, it was like, it wasn't about the money. It was just like, I had something to say. Yeah. I wanted people to hear and know where Outcast, Dungeon Family was. You know, what Atlanta was. And it's so many different scenes in Atlanta as far as music. You know? It's... It's crazy, you know? like they got they they little dancing and all that. They whatever whatever uh, type of uh, uh, dance they had dance craze that they was doing the same time that they had came out. Like when you really sit back and look at them, like to me they they are unmatched. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I I mean because to me Andre was always out of this universe from goddamn where. Or some down some rabbit hole, wormhole, or whatever. But Big Boy was, I'm giving it to you raw, uncut, gutter. But I got a sprinkle of Dre on me. He sprinkled Dre with a little bit of him. And then that that made them a perfect combination. Like I still listen to the show and speak about um equipment and all that. Like ATL aliens, you know, I think I still listen to Seven playlistic Cadillac from music all the time, mm-hmm. and I and I'm a I'm a throwback music junkie. Like I still I got shit that I'm I'm listening to still from the nineties. T two K. Yes, in my car on my door right now. Tila. On my door right now. Like I got all my rapper life shit that I can just grab to my disposal. Yeah, O D. Like, man, at one point, I had over what over twenty five hundred CDs. Mm. I can't tell y'all how I got them because some I mean, of y'all niggas might be wanting uh, insurance money for your car. <laughs> <It's like>, uh, <laughs> Everyone had that big book. Yeah, dog. I had I had four. <laughs> of them, I had four of them joints. <laughs> four books. You know, well, with a bunch of shit in that joint. Damn, that's crazy. And out of all of them, I probably got probably about two, three hundred CDs left. I be crying about them joints though. I got. Like a handful of mixtape CDs and I, and that I, I really, made that I, I just oh, put that together. You made. Yeah. Yes, and and those be the best mixtapes, huh? Yeah, like like my random playlists. My random playlists that I got on Apple Music, I be bumping them joints so much. I'm like, man, one joint I got. Uh, this a hundred and sixty-eight hours or something. Shit, like almost five days worth of music. Road trip shit, straight road trip shit. Get there, get back, ride through the and, and and that's crazy because when I when I drove to Atlanta last year, I did this shit. Put that bitch on random, never touched it, never heard the same song for the five days I was in Atlanta. Never heard the same fucking song all the way back home. Still haven't heard the same song, and all that shit was bangers. Everything I'm talking, about, I got whole albums on there mixed up, like Scarface. One of my favorite rappers of all time. Jay-Z, favorite rapper. Ice Cube was, was, it's like one of my, my foundations of rap. Like, 
he was at once with me because he talked about the streets, but he talked about not not just saying like a better way, but he went more in depth about it. You know, like his plan to get out. Yeah, his plan yeah. to get out. Listening to Minister Furkan and Kali Muhammad and all them, you know, mm-hmm. he was building a foundation. Street knowledge was a foundation for him, you know, and like Cuba's Cuba's like all time rapper for me. And then come Scarface and Jay Z and then Park and all them, like, and I, I'm, look, I don't want nobody chop my head off. Biggie is not the goat to me because he didn't have enough body of work. You know, like he had, he had a lot of, lot of, lot of good albums. Well, he only had three CDs officially. Mm-hmm. You know, but for you to put a crown on a person, you gotta, you gotta have that catalog. You know, and I, I when I mean that catalog, you gotta have some straight undisputed joints. That's like, nigga, I listen to that joint front to back. You gotta say if you got it. To me, for your CD to be a top 10 to me, I can't skip no songs. None. And it's a couple of albums like Kill That Will, uh, America, um, America's Most Wanted, Ice Cube, mm-hmm. Predator. I don't skip no songs on it. Scarface. Um, 400 Degrees. You don't skip no songs on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's certain albums that's out there. UGK, Ryan Dirty, you don't skip no songs on there. Word of MJ, mouth. Huh? Word of mouth. You don't skip no songs on there. You know what I'm saying? Those are classic albums right there. Even, uh, Trick Daddy joint, uh, the second joint that he came out with. Uh, what the fuck was the name of that joint? The joint when he was on there, when he, when he had his fist up there, yeah, he jumped that- with, uh, where you from? Yeah, well, Money Mark and all them. Yeah. On that joint was a classic. That you know what I'm saying? Was, it's, that shit crank. It's, you know, it's like, it's certain out, it's certain songs that if, if I gotta skip that joint, like, like Nipsey, his name, I rest my man, so that's, in my new age rappers, he was one of the ones that was for me, you know. But, that marathon continue joint, took that man four years to make that album, dog. Four yeah. years. The proof is in the pudding. And that joint rock and 90 going north, yeah. Man, we had two and a half hours right now. And we're going to continue this conversation because uh, uh, it's, it's it's so much more that we, I think, we need to talk about. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. We can, we can because I could, I could go, I can, I can go for another hour or so. Yeah. But I gotta, I gotta do my fans right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, why don't you tell the people where they can find you at, man? Um, you can find me on IG at Chef and Two Pots. Uh, Facebook. Facebook, Mr. Patel Swayze. I'm about to change it up to Chef and Two Pots. So look for Chef and Two Pots on both of them. Um, you can catch my partner, Mr. Larry Lee, at Mr. Lee to you on IG for the clothing, for the decipher clothing. Um, yeah, so if you, if you was to come across my, my, my page or whatever, stop through, shout out holler, and see what I can put on your plate for you. Hey, hey. ain't nothing like some good eats, man. That's food for yeah. your soul. You already, you already know what I can do, bro. I just want to, I just want the people. 
you know, to really know who I know who I am in the kitchen now. Yeah. I, I done ran the streets now. I'm in I'm in the kitchen now. I'm in the real kitchen. Ain't got to crack no windows and burn no incense. Got so, salt, got salt, You're trying to get people to know you through your food, through yeah, your product. I'm there because my, I am my food. So that's that's what it's about, though. So yeah, I pre- I appreciate the good luck. You know, to have this this conversation with you, and we can we can always do this. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm be a regular, so okay. I, I, I love talking. I love I love, I love talking to good people. So I will come again. Okay, y'all, y'all heard him here. Now, I, I ain't gonna critique his uh, his return phone call skills or nothing like that. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna hold him to it, and y'all heard it. And I'm, this I'm, is, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming back. This is this is going back. up this week. So yeah, that's <laughs> it. Back. Once it's, once it's out there in the universe, you can't take it back. Hey, that's that's the reason why I stopped doing music. Cause I. Had to because some of the things that I, I used to say was like, ah, <laughs> but as Scarface said, once you put it out in the world, it ain't yours no more. I can't control it. Yeah, you had your turn with it, somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say that same time every time I spend money. It was mine for a little uh, bit. Hey, that's something that we got to do is keep the black dollar in our community, man. Hey. First and foremost, and we and we need to work on that as a whole. Yeah, you're right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you if you stayed all the way to the end because uh, this is what we do. We drop gems, we share stories, we uh, we have dope conversations like the one we just had. Now, so uh, till next time, I'm your host, the Land of a Legend, aka Big T. Um, you just heard a conversation with me and my friend Patrick, Chef and Two Pots, and we will catch you next time. Please like, share, subscribe. You can find me everywhere. Podcasts are available. Google, Apple, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Spotify, everywhere. I'm on YouTube. I can't make this up. I can't, with a K, make this up podcast. At Twitter, IG, and Facebook also. All right? So I'll check y'all next time. Peace. Peace.